So, by the end of the 14th, uh, it is late evening when you finally finish crossing the rest of the channel and you reach the city of Whalercog. This time, unlike last time when you came in via the water, this time you come in directly from the sky. Oh boy, okay, good. And you end up coming in and Kalkitik asks where you would like to be dropped. There are essentially really two reasonable places to land in the city. You could either land at the stockyard, at the docks, or you could land in the trade district. I was thinking, yeah, the docks, yeah. Okay, all right. In that case, we're going to pull the note on there for the stockyard. Uh, he comes around and lowers the ship into the stockyards and ends up hovering the ship about 10 feet off the ground when they toss over the rope ladders to allow you to disembark. Well, it's always been a pleasure to have you aboard, and... I hope that our services saw you here safely and quickly. Thank you, Cal. Thanks, Kalkiltik. My pleasure. Be safe wherever you go, okay? Hmm. Indeed. Uh, sounds like you're going to need more luck than me, though. Soul looks uncomfortable. Well, I'm sure you can all handle it. Yeah. Well, farewell. Goodbye, Cal. You lady does he smile? I, I'm going home. It's going to be a big shock for the other people. I'm actually here. She smells the air. It's exactly how I remember it. It's, <laughs> by the way, the air here, you know, is thick with smoke. It's, yeah, it's it's air that only a gnome could enjoy. It's with, air with, with occasion marks. <laughs> it's air with qualifiers. <laughs> wow. Air with an asterisk at the end of it. Yeah. By like three. Yeah. <laughs> asterisk and a tiny three next. Yeah. <laughs> Warning, may cause asthma, emphysema, or lung cancer. She takes one deep breath and has her condition back right all over. The city of Whalercog is not responsible for any injuries suffered while breathing our air. <laughs> so where did you say that we landed? You landed in the stockyard, uh, which is right where the, the word docks is on the map. It's right over the O of docks. Okay. So the party lands there. And it is evening on the 14th. Sun is already down. Stuff's being moved around by various automatons. And a lot of you are able to disembark from the ship. Um, RG Crane, me and Moira down. And uh, Moira is just like, you can tell she's like visibly excited to be home. All right, well. She asks where we were going first. Well, I feel like, Lebeck, do you want to take her to wherever she needs to go? Well, I messaged my parents and said we would meet, or that she would meet some. So I think we should go to my parents' place, and they might be able to help us uh, see how mother will just insert them. Okay. All right. In that case, you guys travel north and head to the Zanirus Bodwin estate. All right. Guess we have, what, like, knockers? I mean, that's sort of a crude way to put it, but sure. <laughs> 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 All right, you said it, not me. <laughs> Alright, so you get into your home and you are greeted by one of those lesser Archibald units and inside you're quickly greeted by both your parents who are happy to see you and are just marveled by the fact that you have Moira with you. Oh, yeah. uh, both of them are saying that it's it's an absolute miracle that this has happened and the fact that she's moving around without having to like stop and rest every 30 seconds, mm -hmm. it's just it's an absolute miracle. And they're both just ecstatic that this has happened. Yeah, well, I hope I'm also feels the same way, but we all, well, it's a night. Accuse her of being a mimic or something. 
I'm not really sure what you guys could do, but I thought maybe you could help us out with this. Well, we already we already spoke with her. You spoke with her. You did send a message ahead of time, right? Yeah, I'm just surprised that she would yeah. speak with them. Yeah, so, yeah. So she already spread. The, she already explained what had happened. She she went and visited uh, the O'Brien estate and spoke with Moira's mother. And she was in bad sorts when she found her. But when she was able to explain everything that happened, uh, her mother, almost as if she woke up from a dream and was excited to see her daughter again. Please. Well, I, good. So I guess we should just go down and see her. I'm glad she's okay. She looked oh, really... Mm. Uh, yeah. She did look like shit. Like you can tell that Moira looks worried. Well, she's all right. I mean, it's a little late in the evening, but uh, I think for this she might want to wake up. She says she's interested to go there as soon as possible. All right, well, um, let's go, I guess. Yeah, we might be back soon. Uh, we are going to the All right, so the party or whoever wants just to go heads over to the O'Brien estate. Whereupon knocking on the door, the door opens and you see Moira's mother who looks less disheveled than the last time you saw her. She looks like she's actually cleaned up a bit. She's wearing, like, a bonnet over her head to, to hide the fact that most of her hair is missing. <laughs> and she looks kind of, like, shaky, but at least there mentally, which is better than you could say from the last time. And okay. She, like, the, Moira, like knocked, like, knocked on the door. The door opens. She sees her daughter, and the two of them just hug. And they both just keep saying how they can't believe that, that they're back together. And they're both crying and uh, it's a whole scene. I think Lovette is trying and failing not to cry herself. She she asks how this was possible and Moira says that it, it was Lovette that did it. Like Lovette was able to get her back. She was able to be brought back from wherever she was. And she's like holding Lovette's hand like tightly as she explains all this. Moira is? Uh-huh, yeah, Moira's holding your okay. hand as she explains the fact that you saved her life. While she's explaining that she kind of turns to Lavette and says, sort of, kind of almost casually, that she loves you. Oh, wow. Well, Lavette's face goes bright red. Like, she wasn't even thinking about saying it, it just kind of slipped into the explanation she was giving. Yeah, <laughs> And Moira's mom comes over and gives both of you a hug, and, and you know, like, thanks you. Says, you, you, you did all this. You really had a great sacrifice for it. I shouldn't get all the credit here. We lost a good deal of fun. But you know, my own is worth it. Soul's gonna step out. Just walk hmm. the house down. Yeah, Karis is gonna do the same thing. She has no interest in seeing this. Malvera's just awkwardly... You with Petri? <laughs> yeah, it's Pe- oh. Petra and... <laughs> That's even better. Petra and Vera are just standing there like, Yup. Opposite sides. <laughs> I'm sorry for the help they put you so miserable. It's it was all worth it. I have my baby back now. So many tears later, you all are taken in. Like those who wish to go into the house are taken in, and uh, Moira, you know, like is sets about like getting her old room back in order. So, is the corpse still here? No, it's it's been sealed in the tomb. Which in it, itself it is exists. kind of odd. Yeah, dude, weirdest fucking experience. Ever if Mario sees that shit, I'm just really not looking forward to it. I mean, not if it's gonna happen sooner or later. Why? Why would that happen sooner or later? Why would she open up her own crypt? When she's hungry. Because like she's gonna fucking <laughs> want to know. Like I would, I'd be like, is there really a 
corpse that's me in that thing. I got. I can't not know. You're opinion. telling me if you if you were brought back to life and they said they used your the arm of your corpse to reanimate you and but the, the rest, rest of you the rest of you's buried in that, you'd be like, mm-hmm. I want to see it. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck, people? I want to know what it looks like. I would. I Do would want to know. Skeleton. Well, okay, it would just question. be like it need to register for the first time. It'd be like, holy shit! I really was I was dead. dead. For me, nope, nope. I'm gonna stop that train of thought. Nope, nope. I'm gonna stop that train. What of happens thought. when we bring Marcus back? <laughs> I don't know. And and we gotta like go oh, see Hildegard, and she's like, yeah, I never really had the heart to move the body. I just left it on that table, <laughs> decomposing. She just sealed it in the house. No, that. you want to see Marcus? She started it with fucking ant, like fragrances every once in a while, so it didn't stink up too bad. And just left the door closed. Put a towel under the door. Door closed, windows open. Before Lavette walks in, Soul's gonna approach them really quick, if that's okay, Grim. Yeah, absolutely. Lavette, um, yeah. Do you? have any paper and stuff for sending a letter? Uh, I, um... I know oh, you did sure. before, uh, um, back when second. Karis was in Hartingen or school. It was a long time ago. <laughs> Wait, I could just give you a terror page or two out of my obsession log. Soul's eyes are glued on the book itself when you take it out. Like, hold the pages out, and if you don't grab them, just kind of, like, wag them so they make a noise. Uh, sorry. And Soul takes them. Thank you. Yeah, of course. You go on ahead. I've got something to write. No more going in? I can't. Okay. I... I understand. Go ahead. Alright, I'll head in. Yeah, very well, head in. I'm gonna stay out with Karis. Okay. Yeah, Karis doesn't want to go in the room, or in that building. Uh, I assume it looks a lot nicer. Yeah, it's been cleaned a lot in the last couple of days. It's still not great, but it's better than it was. It's not literally coated in dust. Right. It's still most, it's, there's still a lot of parts that aren't clean, but it's better than what it was. One second. There's one thing I forgot about. Sorry, I I did mean to mention this earlier, but um, uh, at this point, over the course of the last couple of days, you now have a a series of, like, bite and scratch marks across your body. (sighs) Damn. I just, I didn't know if you wanted to roleplay that at all, but... Okay. Basically, uh, Moira has been uh, aggressive. She's, I guess, getting used to the fact that she's not, like, physically limited anymore. So, there's that. All right. Uh, If they mostly... I'll try to keep them mostly covered up with my clothes, my coat. Yeah, yeah. Just just wanted you to know. That's all. Good to know, yeah. All right. Okay. Anyway. So, Moira will ask her mother if Lavette can stay the night over. Oh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. And, uh, Y'all gotta be quiet. Her mom, like, yeah. looks at her daughter and looks at Lavette and says, Of course. Call me fresh. Okay, I guess that helps. Like, um. Soul doesn't know we're staying at night. <laughs> I mean, the vizier wouldn't be able to see us, like, yeah, yeah. So. now. Well, they're expecting us. Yeah. I mean, today? Soon. Yeah. It's ASAP. But that doesn't, doesn't mean he's matter. just up. 24-7 waiting for us. Well, what time did we get here? I, I didn't really hear it. I'm sorry. Uh, evening. Oh, okay. We'll wait. 10 p.m. on the 14th. The uh, the rest of you... Let's see how to put it this way. Moira only asked Lavette to stay over. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I assume that. So the rest um, of you can probably go back to the Zanir's Baldwin estate. Mm-hmm. Or get a room at an inn. It's up to you. You know, or I go think to the I'm going to do an inn. You guys want to try and know me to inn? Oh, 
my god. get overcharged for your fucking room. Uh, <laughs> I just didn't want to stay at your parents' house because it feels weird. Yeah, I can understand that. Well, there's Am an I... inn right by the trade district that is specializing in uh, being an inn for uh, for larger people's the Valiant Arms. There's also uh, Whaler Cog Inn Number One. Can I also say <laughs> that there is potential hot springs that I own? Something like that. Yeah. Good point. Or at least could see what has happened to it. Yeah, what's happened? <laughs> it's been foreclosed already. Eh. <laughs> yeah, Whatever. the people there's like the employees out in the streets that are like, we knew you'd come back. You're like, yeah, I don't really actually. I wasn't gonna do anything. I just want to see if it was still around. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Here's some money. Go fix your life. Yeah. Should we, should we go over there? What's happening? Do you, I gotta send something first before we go? Thirty. Yeah. Soul is going to write a letter to Hildegard. Lovely. Okay. Oh boy. The letter, in general, the the sweet stuff like "I hope you're doing well. I miss you. I hope things are okay." Pretty mm-hmm. much. I forgot to do this then because of things, but please bury this earring with Marcus if you have time. And Soul's going to take off their last earring at the end of their left ear. This is their last earring. Period. Right. Yes. Past the one that's attached to the feather on their headband. Right. What do the earrings mean? Do I not know yet? (laughs) So, it's just earrings they had, but Marcus, back when we left Siva, Marcus insisted that Sol give Siva something before they left. Mm -hmm. Sol gave Siva one of their earrings. Aww. So, Marcus gets one of their earrings. (gasps) All right, uh, one gold postage. Yeah. So go ahead and reduce yourself by one gold piece, and you can send a letter with the earring in it to Wittengen. Attention, Hildegard. Hope she gets it. I don't know that she will get it. Like, do male people go to her house? Because the nearest civilization last time we were there, we're like, nobody goes there anymore. It's haunted. But we made it chill for her to visit the village. Yeah, she she visits Wittengen every so often to pick up mail. Oh, okay. And to see clientele. She's the town's (laughs) witch. Oh, yeah. She's there to make, like, <laughs> potions to make people's dicks hard. There it is. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> now it's completely canon. Alright, so after Sol does that letter, Sol re-goes to the party who is not Levette. So, we could go to the hot springs if we want while we're here for an evening. Not gonna cost us much? I mean, if anything, I can take care of it. Sol winks. Just kind of, because Vera doesn't know what the wink means. Like, Okay. Don't worry about it. The special occasion? Or... Instinctively, as a player, I wanted to say you're a special occasion. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how much that took me to not say that as soul? Good job. Thank you. No, like, just, it's a place we could stay and relax and put a load off for an evening since Levette will be busy for a while. Eh? Eh? I suppose. Eh? Is hmm. everyone else okay with that? And Sol looks at Petravian and Karis. I'm fine with that. I'd like to see if we Karis would want to go to the nearest library, but sure. You can do that first if you want. Sol looks at Karis. I I'd like that. Go ahead. We'll wait for you. Well, it's it's ten. What you mean? It's ten p.m. Right? Oh, oh right. <laughs> forgot what time yeah. it was. I mean, I assume we have to come back to grab Levette anyways. So. Yeah, I so. fucking imagine that being Karis saying that. It's like, you don't mean now, do you? The <laughs> yeah. libraries, are, the libraries are, are closed. We can do that tomorrow, guys. When we come back to grab Levette. Savvy? Sounds good. Right. So where are we staying the night? I was going to try the hot springs that we went to last time. 
Well, oh. two last times ago. Right? Oh, really? Yeah. Unless you don't want to. Karis kind of like has a, a smirk. I think I'd like that. Oh, yay. <laughs> We're going to have so much fun. Let's get you some wine, Karis. <laughs> Her eyes light up. Uh, wine, you say? Yeah, Karis loves wine. It's like one of her favorites. <gasps> Petravian gasp. Yes, Petravian gasped. Petravian loves wine. Petravian mm. loves wine. Of course. Okay, so. Karis, you have to be drinking for me, okay? Since I can't. You have no <laughs> idea how long I've waited to hear those words. <laughs> Party goes. To the hot springs! Yep, so we head to the hot springs. Yep, I'm moving the characters over now. Yay! Alright, so it's just the four of you, because uh, Lavette is preoccupied. <clears throat> and you get there, and it's about, we'll say, 11 o'clock at night. There are, like, torches and light, lights and lamps all over the place. And Karis looks to Vera. Are you going to join us this time? I suppose. Wonderful. I'm really Besides, glad. There should be a bed for everyone. There's actually places to sleep? Yeah, unless you want to double up. And Soul walks in. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we've been uh, like sleeping in a cramped ass. Yeah. But we had five people in there, and one of them mm -hmm. is seven feet tall. No, no it, it was six with Moira. Yep. <laughs> actually, Karis was sleeping in the cruise quarters for a while. But I mean... Mm, Lavette and Mario haven't been doing mm -hmm. much sleeping, but I mean... Ew. Oh, you... you did that while we were sleeping? No. <laughs> wow. Ew. Wow. Ew, that's like you a gross roommate situation. That is yeah. a gross roommate no. situation. That, that is. is something that you don't... That's what Beardy's call ever. to mine anyway, so... I mean, look, here's... The problem is, it's not even my call to make, it's Moira's, and Moira exactly. is insatiable Rats. right now. Wow. <laughs> 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 oh, good times. Anyways... So Sol walks Good into the front. Times. Excuse me? Is anyone in there? There's a, a gnome running the counter. It is appears to be the same one that was here last time. Gotcha. Ah! Soul! You're back! <laughs> Welcome! I am! Well, is there, to what do we owe the visit? Oh, I'd like to stay here for the evening. And enjoy the springs. That works out perfectly! We currently have no guests, so the entire facility is yours, of course. Thank you very much. Is there anything you need from me? Not at all. Things have been running relatively smoothly. It's just a bit of an anomaly that we didn't have anyone here tonight. Now, tomorrow is another story. We have quite a few reservations. <laughs> at least tonight will be safe. Well, What's it's always tomorrow? safe here. We've put in new security measures. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. That one time uh, will... Petra leans up to Sol and asks, What's tomorrow? Oh. Make a knowledge, local, or history check, please. Any, uh, Everyone or anyone, yeah. Whoever wants to do it. Uh, that's an 18. <laughs> 19. Oh. Sol and Petra, you both know that tomorrow is Estrella Day. Oh. <clears throat> you know, the day where couples get together and stuff, and, you know, the history of the first half-elf. There's a day for that? Yeah, it's adorable. What? But Why? Because the history of the first half-elf is one of the most amazing things on this earth. Vera kind of just winces. Oops. Sorry. But it's a mean. I mean, and it's I an important it's day mean. to, I don't know, kind of proclaim your love to someone. Or if you have an unusual love, like, say, between an elf and a human, or if you love 
multiple people, maybe? It's a good thing, to, good day to talk about that, you know? Sol's gotten like more and more embarrassed as the, <laughs> their explanation went. It's supposed to be the day when the goddess of love is the most powerful. It's the, the anniversary of the birth of the first half-elf. That's what Sol said. Yeah, it's, I mean, I thought everybody knew about it. I mean, I, even I knew about it. And she lived underground. She nods vigorously. I did. <laughs> Sol puts a, a dancing light <laughs> next to Karis's cheek real quick. Well, I don't know about you, but I am ready for a bath. Agreed. Sol's gonna let Petravian and Karis go first. Ooh. Okay, so the doors here are marked, and Karis says, uh, I'm going to, um, I'm gonna change, okay? Of course. She goes off into a room. Alright, so there's doors here that are labeled, um, the one in front of you is labeled men's, Petravian. Uh, the one to the mm -hmm. right of where you're looking is labeled women's. Oh, I will go, uh, so if I go straight this way, this is the men's room? Yeah, that is the men's. clothes on? Yeah, you're still, he's still wearing all his clothes. Oh, <clears throat> oh, uh. Well, he doesn't know the... Is he wearing his armor, too? <laughs> clank, 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 Yes, clank, he's wearing clank, his full plate mail. <laughs> you just bathe with your armor and then drown. <laughs> <laughs> Make a swim check. Be a good callback to the first... Uh, yeah, back to episode one. Yeah. Com all comes around. Mm -hmm. So you notice that there were two changing rooms at the beginning of the bathhouse. Right. So in here, into... you find uh, multiple uh, like baskets and bins to keep your equipment safe. Okay. Uh, there's also uh, towels in here to put on. All right. He will take off his armor and uh, hang his hammer from the from the hook mm -hmm. and get it put on a t put on a towel. <clears throat> okay. And what's the other two members of the party doing? Sol turns to Vera. You don't have to go in the hot spring if you don't. It's fine. You sure? Yeah, it should be fine. Okay. I just want you to be comfortable. Thank you. Vera will be the last one to go into the changing room. Okay. Alright, Sol's gonna go to the changing room. Right. You, you pop in right as Karis pops out wearing a towel. I'm not sure if she should be wearing one towel or two towels. Probably one <laughs> towel. Your eyes, Sol. One towel, they're just really long. It's a really long towel, yeah. But it, you also are able to see like her shoulders and arms uh, are covered in like winding tattoos. Sweet tats. Yeah, something Sol, like that. Sol averts their gaze, of course. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. This is fine. Whew. Petravian looks like a, well, not cut. He looks like marbled. He just looks like a, uh, a piece of marble. I take that back, granite, rather. Mm. So in that room, you find two pools. Uh, one is cold and one is hot. <clears throat> ah, he'll take a nice hot, hot bath. All right, you get in there and you kind of get the grime off of yourself from your travels. He's got the whole men's room to himself, so mm -hmm. he's, no, he's not worrying. Um, he ain't covering his huge sack this time. I mean, Sol, I, nope. Yeah. Soul exits the changing room, towel on and everything. Uh, they they look between the two doors, and they just go to the co-ed one. Oh, he they, was. Petra was waving at the wave. They they walk <laughs> into like... the hot spring portion and they swim under the wall and go outside. Okay. What's Vera doing? So Vera will take off their armor and stuff. They're leaving on their hood, and also they have uh, cloth strips mm -hmm. on their body that they're gonna keep on, and they'll put on a towel and go out to the uh, outdoor section. Passing through the yeah. middle one. Okay. Karis like gives you a smile and a wave as you pass through. 
Mm-hmm. Souls staring at the stars. The mirror will go into the main one, back against the stones. Also, hey. if you want, you can make a perception. Yes, I do, always. <laughs> it's my favorite roll. Uh, that's a 25. Do you think that'd be enough to see stars? Oh yeah. All right, so since Vera is wearing the uh, cloth strips and the hood, you can see partially on um, the star. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, there, you can see some slight discoloration on her shoulder, but you can't really see much else. Like it, the clothing is still covering up too much mm-hmm. of that. But on her back, you may get a glimpse of uh, a few scars. There's one long cut, like from the top of the spine, like that goes down and like straight down. It goes almost straight down and then curves a bit to the right. It looks like it barely healed, and it looks the best like it would have been a fatal wound. Like, oh shit! Then there's a few across the spine to the hip, and two small holes. Uh, holes? Like scarred holes? Like, oh, okay. Like circular scars. Okay. Where? Yeah. Uh, just on the back. So the one below the left rib, <clears throat> and the other lower back on the right. <laughs> Soul's doing a poker face right now. <laughs> So this is your first time in the hot spring? Yes. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to do something? You just relax. And I hope with me, you can. Vera leans back and pretends to relax. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you want to call? Well, I guess we could talk about what we're doing tomorrow. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Are we supposed to go there just right away, or? I think we'll pick up with that first. Uh, Petri and Kyrus have a library date. <laughs> what, what do they need to do with the library? Interact with each other. Just, just let it happen. Okay. And then we'll go travel to see the vizier. Alright. And then I guess we go to another world. I'm sure it will go fine. Vera? Yes? Do you have nightmares? About... Well, I mean, I've had nightmares, yes. Do you have nightmares about art? Not in particular. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. That's probably stupid. <laughs> why, why would it be stupid? It was quite a terrifying time that we that we barely got out of there. That's why we're going to the other world. I know. Just... I'm scared. Really scared. You have a lot of people on your side, Soul. We can do this. We have to. <laughs> we're going <laughs> well, to. We do have to. And we are, yes. <clears throat> Our... You sleeping okay? Uh, yeah, I'm actually sleeping. Uh, I stopped meditating a bit ago. Alright, your people don't really sleep, do they? No, I've been trying to sleep like a <clears throat> normal person. Does that actually happen? You can actually do that? Mm-hmm. It's just for the first time in my life I got a nightmare And I guess I've been curious and I keep trying to sleep. Because the first one was so weird. I wanted to dream again to have it happen again, like a continuation. But I don't even know if that's a thing. But instead, it's like the dreams keep getting worse. How so? One dream I was being crushed and eaten by Glarv. Another thing I turned into <clears throat> feathers. And one, there were these scary people watching me. It's all weird, but I can't seem to stop trying to get more. It's like it's like something's trying to tell me something. Well, sometimes dreams do have deeper meanings. Uh, 
Mellifera, when she was weaker, would contact me more in my dreams. Before you had your, um, scythe? Well, no, I received the scythe the same day I met Melly. Oh, oh, that's cool. But when, and Vera pauses, when we lost the hive, I couldn't really talk with her. You lost her? She wasn't lost. She didn't have the power to. We used up too much of her energy, and she couldn't use the scythe anymore. Where did she get lost to? Well, not so much lost as she wasn't strong enough to communicate. Oh, poor thing. I'm glad she's better now with you. Yeah, I am too, so... I think you're doing something super amazing. <laughs> I can't wait to see it grow. It will. But sometimes dreams are just that, too. Is it bad if I'm trying to dream? Is that bad? I should stop, shouldn't I? I don't, I don't see any... I, I don't really see any problem with dreams. There's no harm. Your dreams can't hurt you. Thanks, Vera. Did you, um... Maybe this is weird, but did you have other friends that helped you out before me? Not that I help you out. You do great on your own. Um. <laughs> well, I, I have the hive. That's all I've had. Yeah, but it didn't really seem like you had anyone with you when we met. They're... They're all gone. Where did they go? Did they get lost? They... They died so... All of them died? Vera's... I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's fine. We'll do better this time. Soul hesitantly, like, reaches out for a second, pulls their hand back, and then, uh, they they take Vera's hand. We can do this. And you can do this. You're the strongest person I know, Vera. I have to do this. Exactly. Soul releases the hand. Leans back in the water. And Vera's gonna run up and go back to the changing room and is gonna grab um, with her sting. Uh, what? <laughs> okay, so after Vera runs out really quick, Soul's just like, oh, thank God. And they, like, bring their ring up to their face. <laughs> they're like, grow. A moment later. Yes, Soul? Hi there. I didn't end up going to another world yet, but I will be, like, tomorrow-ish, maybe. It's been five days. What happened? So, Matilda's really weird and you know you would think she would just be like oh since you're in the gnome land getting that item why don't you stay there and use that to go to a different world but no i mean she could have sent us off but it would have been well i think more dangerous so we didn't um yeah i should have contacted right away is everything all right soul it seems like you've been avoiding me not intentionally is everything okay at home Everything here is going normally, I guess. The militia's been getting better every day. I'm trying to make inroads with other villages, but some of them refuse to talk to me at all. Really? Yeah. They said that until the wedding takes place, I'm not really anything but a common citizen, so I don't oh. exactly have authority. It's okay. I'm trying. You're doing more than enough. Thank you. So where, um, where have you been the last five days? On an airship. Oh. Back to the steam aisle. I was actually wondering. Uh, I'm kind of at the hot springs in the steam aisle currently and didn't know if you wanted to visit or something. <clears throat> I would love to. You know where to get here? Or how to get here? Um, I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> the line's already disconnected. Oh. Hello? <laughs> this is gonna be rude and we can prepare to come back to <laughs> Meanwhile, Petravian, there's a thing you notice yes. in, in the pool room that you are currently in, 
Yes. There is a large rack fully stocked with alcohol. Oh, no. Of lots of various types. Oh, dear. I only have 80 gold left. What? I said I only have 80 gold left. Is there an attendant that I could... No. No, the alcohol's just sitting there. Let's take the alcohol. He's also good, though, so maybe... It's free, guys. Yeah, he literally knows the owner. I don't know the... I don't know this. Patrick doesn't know this. Does he not? Okay. None of us do, right? Uh, I think Levette and Karis are the only ones that know. I see. Vera never knows, so... Yeah. Uh... Petra you see, there's of... a, a door to the north that leads outside. Oh, okay. Steps out and. By the way, just to establish this, did you put your towel back on, or are you going yes. out in the buff? Okay. Oh, 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 no! God, no, no! He's okay. He's, a... he's not that brave yet. Does he have it like a toga? That's level twelve, Petra. You're talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he looks around. Does I don't think I could see from that fan from where he is. I don't know if I can see soul from there. He doesn't look in, into the women's room. He goes... You can't. There's a dividing wall. And he goes, Karis. Karis, are you in there? Yeah. Soul's just like over in the hot spring. Just like, what the fuck? There's, What's up? What's up, Petrie? There's a, <laughs> a lot of... There's a lot of wine over here. And I Yeah, there's a lot of wine that. over here, too. <laughs> Karis... It's really uh, good. Petra pauses for a moment and said... Do we need to pay someone for this? What? No, it's part of the spa. Oh my. You hear splashing. Mm. And then you hear footsteps. And then coming around the corner, you see Karis holding uh, two bottles of wine and nothing else. Oh, Soul just covers (laughs) their face. Actually, they just put their face in the water. (laughs) (laughs) She steps up onto the rock and, like... Is gonna go and like jump into the water, but slips and falls into the water and just laughs. Oh, Miss Karis, are you okay? I'm good. Myself. I meant to do that. <laughs> Soul just lifts their head from their water. It's fine. The wine is in one piece. I think he. So, hi guys. Hey, Soul. Hey. Hi, yes. Soul. Uh, Petra's uh, kind of holding, like, has his hand to avert his gaze. He's trying to be modest. I have a towel on. Well, he doesn't know this. He's trying to be... He is trying to be respectful. I mean, we know Karis is butt naked, though, so... You have the towel in the water, too? Yes. Weird. Whatever, I own this place. (laughs) (laughs) You can do whatever you want. Well, it seems to me Karis is okay, and, well... I'm glad you guys are enjoying the wine, Karis. It seems to be a waste to not have some of this free wine. Where did he go? I don't know, but he's mumbling in the other room. Vera also comes back. Get your granite ass out here. Water's great. (laughs) Vera also comes back out, and she has in her arms Mellifera's sting and also her new armor uh, that she places into the foliage. (laughs) Why not? Soul just rolls their eyes at everyone. Great waste to not have some of this fine wine. He, uh, hmm. I seem to be without a cork open. Oh, Karis looks at it, casts prestidigitation, and pops the cork out. Much obliged. 
She's very talented when it comes to wine. Do so, Petravian, what you notice from looking at Karis is that she is covered from, like, the bottom of her neck down to, like, her ankles in tattoos. They go to, like, her wrists and ankles. It's this strange looping script. Oh, okay, okay. Like, written across her body. Uh, enemies. <laughs> yeah, it's a strange type of language that you have no idea what it is. But it's written Can all I over her body. Jarkana on that? Or no? You want to, you want to study her naked form? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Fucking weirdo. Weirdo. I mean, yes, but... You stay away from my daughter. Sol is obviously averting their gaze from Karis. Yeah, likewise. And Vera is going to go down to the stairs to get in and then notices Petravian, just winces and moves over to the other side and jumps in from there. <laughs> and also probably everyone can probably see Scaris just because Vera turned around and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, we're all here now. <laughs> what what a joy. <laughs> oh. Mm. Oh my. Soul's looking at Vera instinctively to avoid looking at Karis. Petravian has dead locked eyes with Karis's eyes. Like just I am not looking down, I am eye contact. Well the the water is sort of murky. It's sort of cloudy because okay. of the temperature and, like, the minerals in it. Yeah. <clears throat> and Karis is sort of, like, soaking down to her neck. And she's just sort of, like, drinking from one of the two wine bottles that she's holding. Yeah. Yeah, she is. I believe I do have some catching up to do. That you do. Vera, did you bring your weapon? Why, why wouldn't I? You, we're not going to fight anything in here. It's, huh? it's not just a weapon. I mean, I fought a mimic here, but they said they enhanced security, so it's fine. Okay, did you tell? I feel like you may have told Vera about the camera. mimic. Souls at least kind of vaguely said it before. Wait, there are mimics the, around here? Oh yeah, mimics like are all around the Steam Isle or something like that. Mm-hmm. I fought two, or or was it three? It was gross. Uh huh. Gross. Can... Petra takes a very long drag of uh, from that from the um, from the wine bottle. <laughs> Listen, if you can bring in a wine bottle, I can bring in Mulifristi. Look, I that doesn't even make it's sense. It's fine. <clears throat> you don't make sense. The, wi- the wine it. bottles are part of the spa. This is true. And this is part of the hive. It goes with me wherever I need it to go. It's I fine. Love... It's fine, guys. Barry, you can relax once in a while. We're, we're, trying to take, we're trying to take the night off for once. I am relaxing. Soul looks anxious, <laughs> like, in the middle of this. <laughs> So tell Vera that she can relax for once. Vera, you can relax and keep your weapon with you. But Vera, that's not it. what I said. Karis, you can she have like, as much wine as you want. She leans back into the water to the point where she like leans back and like dunks her hair. Hmm. Oh, I love the wet stone in my. Damn it! I'll go get it for you, Vera. <laughs> there seems to be a lot of wet stones around here. Soul swims underneath one. and just. Fucking stomps out of the room. <laughs> Karis rolls her eyes. Where'd they go? Karis, there seems to be a lot of wet stones around here. I mean, oh my god! You just repeat the joke. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. I didn't I, hear. Nobody groaned no, enough. Karis K- rolled her eyes. Is that not enough? Oh. It, no. Yeah, we we heard you the first time, buddy. <laughs> oh man. All right. Soul procures the wet stone from Vera's bag, <laughs> and just like looks at the door back into the spring and just is sitting there debating like do i really want to go back into that 
Just throw the stone. <laughs> Just throw it all the way in there. See if you can aim it under the water. Soul gets back in and swims underneath the wall again. Hops back up next to Vera and just has the whetstone out for her. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. It starts, activates the scythe blade, like, shinks out, and it starts <gasps> sharpening it. That seems really dangerous in here. I, I don't know. Uh, uh, you know what? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. And we're all just relaxing in our own special way, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He just, just polished off a, he just he polished off a bottle. Souls just rubbing their temples. <laughs> it is supposed to be relaxing. This is supposed to be relaxing. Karis. This is supposed to be different. Karis, <laughs> little help. What? What what with? What are you talking about? I, I I have one soldier down and this one's being difficult. Uh like her face turns red. I what? Your little soldier? <laughs> No, the bottle. It uh, it won't give me its contents. Soul does prestidigitation. It is just like shut the fuck up. And Karis like goes down to like to where it's just like her nose is just out of the water. <laughs> at least Soul can look at Karis now. Oh, she's just like making yeah, like a noise. <clears throat> Why can you do it now? Because she it, the the water's kind of murky and she's like to oh, gotcha. here to her nose. I can actually look in Karis's direction without being too uncomfortable. But I can't be too careful because she just kind of bursts out of things sometimes. <laughs> uh, Beardy, can I make a perception check? Sure. Uh, seeing if I see uh, Gro joining us. Nope. I do not. Nope. You just see Vera looking at you, sharpening a sight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Soul's just like, oh, God. Dude, I dodged a bullet with this one, I think. You think? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're getting laid. <laughs> Dude, this Boy. is what it's like to be Soul. This is fucking awesome. Soul, there's someone behind. When everyone else is having weird, awkward trauma, and you're just off getting laid. <laughs> you're getting some weird, awkward trauma too. All right, Soul, <laughs> you feel uh, a hand kind of scratch you on the top of the head. Soul raises their head from their temple rubbing and looks up. Huh? You see Gro wearing a towel, looking down at you and smiling. Hi. Hi. Uh, Sol moves over to let him in. He gets into the water next to you. And Sol kind of scooches back to sit to him real close. Has Vera even seen Gro since he got shot? That's no. He, what? At, at, at my oh, estate, right. Okay, the estate. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Completely forgot. <laughs> it was a it was a hard time. For Vera. I understand. <laughs> Sol Sol rests their head on Gro's shoulder and looks a little more at ease. He's like, holds you closely and whispers that he's missed you a lot. Vera looks confused. How'd he get here? Magic. Okay. <laughs> Magic don't gotta explain shit. Yeah, he teleports when he wants to travel around. She <laughs> she lifts up a wine bottle and kind of like mimics it flying through the air. Realm. As you can see, Karis has been enjoying wine. And uh, our new friend... Oh, uh, you haven't met him. Um, Gro, this is Petrie. Petrie. What an interesting name. And he kind of like blinks a couple times. What an interesting person. Um, Petravian. Most people call me Petra, but... But... Uh, you may call me Petrie, if you'd like. Uh, sure, Petra. 
he offers did a he just like fart in the middle yeah, of yeah apparently that was like a weird weird snorting and farting so he'll um he offers a hand to shake petrie has two wine bottles in his hand and he oh this one's empty hocks it behind him and shakes Gross soul hand. watches this bottle fly in the air and then shatter <laughs> mm. 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 you know people are barefoot out here petrie you know people own this place, right, Petrie? People who look like your friend with long ears, golden eye. Just saying. They're saying they own this place. What? Who owns this place? They're gonna Soul. fucking kick you out, man. Soul continues to rub their temples again. Karis rolls their eyes and begins work on the next bottle of wine. They stock really good wine. Two down, two to go. Two to go? Oof. Yeah, I'm about at four bottles a night, if I need to. That, that's a lot, isn't it? Well, remember, Karis, you're drinking for me tonight, remember? <gasps> that's that's not right, healthy. and she starts drinking even harder. <laughs> that's not healthy. And oh, they're drinking on. for two, so you gotta drink double. Wait, you're trying to kill her now, too? <laughs> so just, like, looks anxious again. Ooh, um, hmm. I don't have my hammer right now. Petrie! I couldn't kill no, anybody stop, if I wanted stop to. Stop talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. I don't think. You need you... to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Kira says something under her breath and then laughs. Can I try to hear it? Oh, yeah. You can make a perception Same. check if you want to try to hear it. I yeah. would like to hear that, too. Okay, that I is definitely did. A... I got a 32. Not 20, 35. Okay, uh, in that case. For... Okay, so in that case, only Vera and Sol hear it. So here's. I'm just, just going to do this real quick. <sighs> Hello. <laughs> so she mumbles under her breath. That's not the only hammer he has. Ew. Uh, <laughs> she's drunk. There you I are. I can't even know. Yeah. God damn you, Petrie. <laughs> Soul looks grossed out. I'm just going to go fucking do drugs and, and be in <laughs> things that are different than this. It was super integral to the story. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so here we are. Bunch of idiots. Yep. Bunch so of idiots are getting drunk. Yep, but the world ending soon. Might as well. Yeah, may as well. We are going into another world, so. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we kind of need to let loose a little. Yeah. Right, Levette? <laughs> <laughs> she sure is. Soul kisses grow on the cheek and smiles at him while they're rolling their eyes at everyone. Grow just holds you and leans his head on top of yours. That Happy is so cuddles. nice. So is there a reason Gro's here? I invited him. Oh, just, just now? Yeah, when you left to get uh, your scythe, I called him. I just wanted to see him. Tomorrow's a special day. Is he coming with? Oh, he... He needs to protect the village while I'm away. And I don't want him to get hurt. And so he squeezes Gro's hand. I don't want you to get hurt either. Join the party. <laughs> I mean, we already talked about that. I know. I'll be safe because of you. I'll do what I can. You know that. I do. I don't know why you're so concerned, he seemed to be able to handle the ogres pretty well. It's just in case, so that there's someone at the village in case he will make it, so. Yeah, you're right. I think it's more amusing that the more everyone's like, it'll be fine, the worse Soul feels yeah. about this whole situation. <laughs> like, I think Soul just needs to vent, and everyone's like, oh no, we're gonna be fine. We have to do it anyways, and Soul's like, yep, we have to do it. <laughs> 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 like there's a panic attack coming. So Gro will continue cuddling with Soul, and Karis will continue drinking themselves into an early grave. 
Vera will be shaking her head. And I'm going to have Kara start to make fort saves. Oof, 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 oof. Okay. So the evening will stretch on uh, for as long as you would all care it to. Um, but eventually Karis is going to knock out both bottles of wine that she was carrying. And she's going to ask if anyone wants anything while she's getting more. Um, you're getting, getting more. How many have you had? Well, that was my third bottle, but I want to have at least one more. You, you don't think that's unsafe? No. Like, what's her I hands mean, on her head? Why? I'm... Why does that not sound unsafe to you? What do you mean? I, we're, we're not going right now. I have time to sober up, okay? Yeah. You're, you're going to feel terrible in the morning, or you're going to be dead. <laughs> Remember when we were going to face Warren, and I got really sick the day before? The day of? I got really sick. But it was funny. <laughs> you, you ruined my hat mask. No, it's filled with glitter right now. It's vomit. So it was vomit. It smells good. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You didn't want it back, you said. There's vomit in it. <laughs> I can clean it. <laughs> Never asked. Uh, Karis shakily. shakily stands up and turns to leave the pool and kind of like pauses slightly in front of Petravian to sort of like pose a little bit before oh keeping walking. Soul looks embarrassed. <laughs> Grow is like my sister. What is going on with with your friend? Look, Soul like gestures to the wall and then goes and swims underneath it, hoping he'll follow. Look, Karis has a crush on Petravian. Uh, yeah, that's obvious, but yeah, does she normally get? I mean, this drunk when she does drink, yes. Isn't she kind of dangerous? She's fine. It makes her happy, and you know. Good to let loose a little bit before big events happen, I guess. <laughs> Alright, I just... Seems like this is a bad idea. Well, it's not like we can touch her to stop her. I suppose you're right. So, Petravian. Yeah. Coming around the corner, you see Karis carrying another bottle of wine, and she's sort of tugging at the cork to get it out, and she kind of stumbles around the corner and looks up at you. Oh, hey! Would you like a hand with that? She gets like a big dumb smile on her face. Yeah. Uh, Petravian grabs the bottle and bites the top and pops that off. She says, I want you to have the first drink, okay? Aw, they're inadvertently kissing. Of course. Takes a nice long tug and hands it off. Okay. <clears throat> you hand her the bottle. She takes a nice long drink. And then she takes a look at you. And she leans in and attempts to kiss you. Oh my god. And he goes for it, too. I need you to make a fortitude save. Oh, no! <laughs> Let's see how this goes. I've got goosebumps. Ready? Oh, no. <gasps> that one! Oh, boy. That is a nat one. Thank With you. a 13 <clears throat> adjusted. With Three. a 13 adjusted. Yeah. You've had how many nat ones just today? Like, four? <laughs> just two. But it was your first roll. Now you got another one. And now your last one. Yep. <laughs> it's a 13 adjusted. A 13 adjusted. Right. So, uh, Petravian, you suddenly, like, your vision suddenly goes dark. Like, you, you suddenly, it's like you're struck blind for some reason. And your sense of balance is all wrong. And the next thing you know, like, you, you open your eyes and you can see again. And you're on your back on the ground. I knew she was a knockout. You hear uh, uh, crying. Uh, you also are unable to get up. Uh, you can only taste blood in your mouth. Uh, the rest of you can also hear crying because Karis is not being quiet. Okay, mama bear time. 
Vera will run over. Soul swims under and runs up. What happened? Oh okay, my god. So the scene before you is you see uh, Petravian laying in a pool of his own blood. It appears that he is bleeding from uh, his eyes, nose, ears, mouth, fingernails, toenails, and probably any other orifice on his body. I will say he's taken about 45 points of damage. <sighs> this could not have gone better. This is amazing. And Karis is about 10 feet away, sitting, like, holding her knees, like, rocking back and forth and, like, angry crying. Vera, heal him. I got this. What? Heal him! So goes up to Karis. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, I'm sorry! I know, I know, it's okay. So Vera will go over Petravian's body. Her hand becomes slightly like luminescent, mm-hmm. and she punches him in the sternum, <laughs> uh, cast, casting cure serious wounds. Oh, fucking perfect! Uh, please, please roll, please roll the heal on cure serious wounds. Uh, 3d8 plus 8. Tritra says, oh, God. 20. 20. All right, you heal Petravian for 20 hit points, and the bleeding effect stops. Oh, wow, she's a good kisser. Shut up. Harris, it's okay. He's okay. What happened? She kind of comes to, and she sees that, like, people are, like, looking at her, and she's like, "I, I have to go. She, like, immediately, like, gets up and stumbles. She's too drunk to really run away, but she kind of, like, Bounces stumbles. off walls and such. Yeah, she's kind of, like, stumbling and, like, bracing herself against rocks and things. And she she goes into the private baths. I'm gonna follow her. You take care of him. I'll be right back. What did you do? Like, we kissed once. That's, that's what That's what happened? That's what caused this? I said she was a great kisser. Knocked me flat on my ass. Bear just spits on the ground. <laughs> That's the correct answer. He doesn't think anything bad happened. I just think you're lying. Still a sense motive then. <laughs> lying Look. in a pool of your own blood, bitch. Oh. oh. <laughs> Why? Oh, Here's the question. Why would Vera use sense motive when she wants it to be your fault? Yeah. <laughs> Vera blames you. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> Nothing more Vera than that. <laughs> So, what are Karis and Soul? So, Karis is shakily trying to, like, breathe and cry at the same time, and... Soul's, like, sitting at the edge of the pool, just watching her. She has, like, her hands on the sides of her head. She's like, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm sorry. You don't have to be sorry. (sighs) No, it's not okay. It's never going to be okay. I know, but maybe after this is all over, and... We get those removed. Maybe it will. I don't know. I just don't know. None of us ever know. Thank you for being here, but I'd I'd like to be alone for a while. I understand. She kind of like draws herself back into a corner and just kind of like is hugging her knees. And so walks out and looks at Petri. Petra's is like leaning very heavily onto the rocks, trying to trying to move forward. Oh, I know you're not planning on coming into this room right now, right? Where'd she go? She's spending some alone time right now, because that's what she needs. What happened? You touched her. And? Has she not told you that people can't touch her? Or yeah. Has she? she told me that she, did, she just she didn't like to be touched. 
Okay, this is my second time this week asking you, are you stupid? We, she leaned in to kiss me. Soul bites their lip. Look. All I, I know is I, I kissed her and I'm and then I'm flat on my ass. Yeah, it happens. I've never been kissed like that before. That's great. I don't really want to know your kissing history. What's happening here? Him and Karis kissed and then he got boo-booed. What happened in between the kiss and the moon? I'm not going to say boo-boo. So. <laughs> it's me, it's fine. <laughs> 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 you just did. Well, Petrie, why... Why what? Actually, Vera, I don't understand what you're asking. Why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd I have to help the giant off of the ground? Because he was bleeding! I could see that. We don't want him to die. We need him at least to, like, buffer our lives while we're in a different world. I'm... What... Why is he bleeding? Because he kissed Karis! How, how does that make sense? Oh, you don't know. What? Oh. People can't touch Karis, Vera, because stuff like that happens. Stuff like what? You almost just died. Shut the fuck up, Petrie. What? <laughs> Look, it's the symbols on her body. They're doing something that makes her hurt people on accident. She doesn't mean to. I... I... Assume not. Okay. Well, that's it. Plain and simple. And it's really hard on her. All she wants, I think, is a hug and maybe a kiss. Soul gestures to Petrie. And she can't uh, help but hurt others around her. And it's really affecting her. She's trying not to touch people. But I guess being a boozed up brain, sometimes you make dumb decisions. I just thought she didn't like being touched. No. I think more than anything, she does want to. She can't. Most of the time, she doesn't let herself think that way. She's so young, and this affects her so much. So you're saying this because of the tattoos, the markings on her? Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure. If they were put on, like, we were able to remove the markings off of rocks and that. There's no reason we shouldn't be able to remove them from her body. It's so... She wants her sister to come back first before they're removed. Petra's not really listening. He has just has this very steeled look on his face, looking completely straight past Soul to the door. He's going to, to... What's that? Don't you dare try to overpower me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to try to sidestep you. Oh, my God. Vero, can I use his, a trip ability? You, you can come over here, yeah. His heart, it wants to, his heart wants it what it wants. 20. Nope. Yeah, right? So my turn? <clears throat> so <laughs> you 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 try to trip him, but he's actually so big of a guy that even like putting Melifer Sting under him and trying to like grab his foot is not enough to like knock him off his balance. Uh, now is where Soul can assist. Okie dokie, artichoke, fifteen. Okay, well that's enough to assist. So that's going to give a two point bonus to Vera, uh, which puts the total roll to twenty two, which is what they I need. assume. While tripping him, Sol puts their arm on his shoulder, puts him down, and like brings his arm back behind him. I don't know if you can quite do that much. You, you. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a damn minute. (laughs) I think the both of you working together are just enough to knock him down, and that's about it. So like you knock him down and are able to kind of like stand over him. But he was. The hell do you think you're doing? I can't stress this enough. He was hard to knock over. Only just. Soul's like leaning over him. The hell do you think you're doing? I love her. You're disgusting. Oh. <laughs> You've known her for a week. 
I want her to know that I'm okay. She knows you're okay. She saw you stop bleeding thanks to Vera punching your chest, which I feel like should have been harder at this point. Waiting the hand. <laughs> Vera, roll a d4, please. Is Grove just like watching all of this? Just yeah, like, he's just watching you all this. Are, are horrifyingly dysfunctional. <laughs> Why is the world resting on these people's shoulders? What is the fuck is going on? You were sent here by the Council of Eden to assist us, not to seduce my little sister. So you need to back the fuck up. Just imagine them leaning back as they say, like, <laughs> my little sister. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't care if you like her. I think it's great if you want to have a relationship, but don't do this while you're both drunk. Just go fucking clear your head and Talk it out tomorrow after you've had some time alone, please. You grew it up so fast. I do wish to help her. That's great. Go to bed. What a night this spa visit has turned into. <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> relaxing spa ever. This is what I'm happens worst. when you and this I'm is so happy. Go. I'm so happy. This is what happens when you invite Vera into spas. <sighs> no, you were great. <laughs> Not about uh, is anything happening on Lebet then? By the way, now that Grim's here. Hey, welcome back, Grim. So, over in Moira's house, mm -hmm. I'm assuming things have been progressing as normal. Well, going into Moira's room is kind of a really weird, nerve-wracking experience for Lovett right now. Mm. She gets real shaky, real uncomfortable. Moira, like, uh, Moira's gonna, like, run her hand on your face and be like, Stop being silly. That's all in the past. Sniffy feels kind of flushed to me. It's okay now. You fixed it. That's what's important. I feel alive. I feel better than alive. It's all thanks to you. Yeah, I guess so. The bedclothes have been freshly laundered uh, in in anticipation of uh, Moira's return. So there's no, like, corpse must on them. <laughs> she opens up the windows to the rest of the city. Can you smell that? That beautiful whaler cog air? <laughs> and look, you can... It's so distinct. You can see the automatons walking through the streets. It's perfect. I think it's cool. I miss out. I miss those guys. Are you hungry? Uh, I, I, I guess. Good. I am famished. She's like, wait right here. She runs out of the room. She comes back with a few minutes later with like a big tray of like different foods that she's scarfed from the kitchen. And it's just, they were sort of just haphazardly thrown onto a tray, which has got like different cheeses and like preserved meats. Like meat. You really had an appetite. Since you got your energy back, Moira. I mean, we've been working through a lot of calories. She says, kind of like laughing. Yeah, that's true. It's a good workout. Oh, it's a honey too. That's really helping. Do you have any of that left? Oh, yeah. I have a little bit more here. Could I see it? Yeah, I'll pull it out. She uh, opens the top and it's like smells, like smells it, tastes a little bit of it. And then uh, she's going to probably keep it for later. She's going to set it next to the bed. Okay. She's trying to get ripped now that she can move and shit. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Alright, so she's going to, uh, she's going to have an evening with you where she's going to, like, reminisce a little bit about the past, eat various assorted meats and cheeses on a tray with crackers, and then, mm -hmm. uh, you know, definitely drag you into that bed. Lovette is kind of, not making the first moves, but very constantly holding Moira close and just being very physically affectionate before they get too rowdy even mm -hmm. yeah it seems that Moira is taking the physical affection as like a gateway to to more like 
carnal activity. Nice. She seems less interested in like cuddling. It's, well, that's a little taken aback, but yeah, like, it's like she's making she's up for lost time or something. You have yeah. no idea. It's kind of well, that's what? kind of how that feels right now. <laughs> like I gotta get a lot of shit out of my system. All right. Beardy, for clarification's sake, Petra and Karis, conversations on the ship. Yes. Would it have come up Karis's childhood? Yeah, she's kind of an open book about that shit. She'll, she kind of talks about it when she's not really thinking about anything else. So she most likely would have told you that she grew up in, in a weird cult and that she can't touch anybody. Which is, honestly, I'm surprised that Vera didn't know that somehow. She has missed it every single time. It's so amazing. I mean, even in combat? Vera assumed that Karis used a spell on the ogres. Oh, uh, okay. No, it was uh, to clarify why um, Petra cared so, cares so much for Karis. Sure, okay. I mean, people can fall for each other fast. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... Is that's, Sol yeah, gonna I mean, be okay with this? If no. we're gonna be real, it also didn't take about a week for Levette to fall for Sol. Like a day. Oh, that was like two days. So back to Petrie being on this ground over here with Sol looking real pissed. They're not much better either. You're probably wondering uh, how I got here. <laughs> well, it all started when I kissed this one girl. <laughs> Petrie. And Sol, like, holds their hand down to help him up. Go to bed tonight, okay? Let her know, though. You let her know tomorrow. No, let her know that I'm fine. Let her know that it's not her fault. But I can tell her that, that but she won't believe me. Let her know that I have two hammers. <laughs> <laughs> the hammer is my penis. Uh, the other hammer is my penis. That's also a good name for an episode. <laughs> Soul points to their left to direct Petrie to go into the men's side. I do this with great reservation and frustration. <laughs> Grove rolls his eyes. <laughs> he jumps in the hot tub, drinks the rest of the second bottle. Because, of course, he did not drop that. He did not drop the bottle? He did not drop that bottle. No, sir. That's a but he sure did drive. <laughs> he is a good legionnaire. Oh, this is... Uh... A more eventful evening than I expected. I am so sorry, Crow. <laughs> well, it's it's alright. Do you need to go and, and talk to Karis? Just really quick, and then I'll be right out, okay? Of course. I'll be waiting for you. And Sol, like, gets on their <laughs> tippy toes and gives him a kiss on his cheek. He gives, like, a, a squeeze of your hand and lets you go. And Sol goes back inside and goes on the edge of the bath that Karis is in. Hey, kiddo. Hey... How you feeling? I've been better. Yeah. He's doing okay. That's good. Yep. He says it's not your fault. And then I said I'd tell you because he insisted on it. So there's that. <sighs> He's not mad at you, okay? Yeah, but I'm mad at me. I know. Stupid. You're not stupid. I just thought You wanna that... talk? No, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just thought that maybe this time would be different. No. Sol kind of wades into the pool, sits diagonally from Karis. Well, he's obviously still not, or ever was, mad at you. In mm. fact, um, all he wanted to do was come in here and make sure you were okay. I don't... I don't know if I can face him again. It's just... Well, he wants to face you. Will you be okay with that? It's not fair to him. I don't think he cares, to be honest. Notably, he was saying that's the best kiss he ever had, so... Hmm. Is it weird that I don't even remember it? You are really drunk, honey. Yeah, drinking for two. <laughs> I, um, 
I should go to bed. Okay. Is there anything I can do before I go to bed? Or? Um, I'm sorry about my tattoos. She it's just sort of says in passing as she walks past you. That's not your fault at all, Karis. Don't. And Soul kind of like goes around the corner to like kind of follow slightly behind. Don't ever apologize for being yourself. You're amazing. She has not stopped crying since this started. Oh, baby. Uh, <clears throat> so she she grabs a towel and uh, like puts it on and uh, heads out this way, like bracing herself against the wall with her right arm as she goes. Sweet dreams. <clears throat> you too, okay? I'm going to kill that boy. <laughs> so <laughs> leaves so, the room. <laughs> Meanwhile, so, Vera. Yes? How's things? Things are going. You have to interact with an elf. That yep. isn't so. I'm, yes! I'm glad to see that you decided to actually come into the spa this time. Is it that great? I mean, what do you think of the water? It's not what I'm used to. It's pretty comfortable are... though, right? It is. Just, you know, relax a little bit, right? Everyone tells me that. You seem really tense all the time, I guess. There's a lot to do. Well, I understand. I'm just saying that tonight is not the night to do them. Tonight's a night to relax. It might be the last chance you have to do relaxing for a while. Soul really trusts all of you a lot. I am glad. We're all facing this together. I just don't really... I don't really do this kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a bit, a bit disconcerting to see you just sitting there sharpening a scythe. It deserves care. I understand, but it's just a little menacing when the rest of us are trying to relax. I'm not going to attack anyone. I mean, I think your group has a bit of a poor track record when it comes to accidentally attacking me. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my fault. I, I can't do shit. <laughs> Marcus laughs from the grave. I know it wasn't your fault specifically, but still, I think that you can put it down for one night, right? I'd rather not. Well, fine. Suit yourself. I will. He sits back and relaxes against the rock. Go ahead. Vera will stop sharpening and just retract the, the scythe portion. Petrie is currently changing out of his bath towel into clothes, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> he gonna find something. Uh, Petrie is gonna go get dressed. Leave his uh, plate, but take his hammer with him. What the fuck? Hey, the second one? Haha, <laughs> 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 uh-huh, the same joke. Third yeah, still funny. Same joke. <laughs> still funny. What time is it right now? Uh, it's oh. probably close to 1 a.m. <laughs> it's a late night, boy. Um, so it's now officially the holiday. Oh, it is officially the holiday, isn't it? It's the 15th. Mm-hmm. Petra Yay. goes to the front desk and asks, <clears throat> I need to get a flower, if you don't mind. Uh, what sort of flowers? There's not really much in bloom in February. <laughs> also in the steam aisle. I mean, actually, ooh, that, we're on the steam aisle. It's February, but we're on the steam aisle. He's thinking he can go <laughs> get something that would be a little bit more permanent. Yeah, doesn't He'll everyone want a clockworks rose? I mean, come on. Uh, Petra was going to go out and get a metallic rose. It's 1 a.m. I understand that. He's going to wait till the morning. Okay. So to oh, that end, see. he's going to go to bed. He's going to pause in front of the door, want to knock, and then just go to bed. Hmm. All right. Soul comes back out after having a conversation with Karis. And how, how are Gro and Vera looking? 
uncomfortable yeah. on Vera's side. Gro is actually kind of like looks a little satisfied. Hmm. Okay. He's just sort of got Can a I smile on his motive? face. Sure. Sixteen. He seems happy about something, but you're not sure what. Uh, hi guys. Welcome back. Thanks. Um, Karis went to bed. <laughs> Good. She needs it. Yeah, I hope she doesn't feel too cruddy in the morning. Well, I'm sure she'll be okay. She seems to drink quite a bit whenever I see her, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily healthy. I suppose I'm a bad influence? No, honey, no, you're fine. <laughs> say that. It, it was sarcasm. So... So... So looks over at Vera. <laughs> I'll, I'll get out of here. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to go. In fact, I had a few questions for you. Oh? That's never typically good. It's, it's alright, I'm not... <laughs> I don't bite. I wanted to ask you about what happened at the estate. Sol looks horrified. When he says that, Vera looks a bit freaked out. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Well, back when we were when you were visiting, there was, well, that, that incident that happened during the day. Vera the... seems to relax a little bit. <laughs> Um, and I, I understand that mostly why everything went down the way it did. And I, I want you to know I'm, I'm not angry at you, and no one's, no one's upset at you for any of this. So I understand that I'm not trying to judge you for anything. I just, I guess, I just wanted to get to know why you felt that way. I didn't want anyone to know. I didn't know how people were going to react if they knew who I was. I mean, you're, you're surrounded by friends. We all know who you are. Friends who thought I was human. I mean, Soul shrugs. <laughs> Gross scratches the back of his head. I mean, I never thought you were human. I mean, I never really talked with you, Gro. Well, that Vera seems very uncomfortable. Were you going to ask her questions like you said you were going to, or are you just telling her things? Well, no, I, I guess I just wanted to understand the reason why everything went down. But if it's uncomfortable, I, I'll retract my question. What? did happen. I guess Lavette and Karis wanted me to take another bath or something. So they lied to me and said that they wanted to show me a apiary room or something. <laughs> they did oh, what? And we don't even have an apiary room. I know. I know that now. <laughs> we should and get an apiary room. Should we? Yeah. I mean, it's always wonderful. I mean, Vera would be happy to visit them. I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> Just the two of them going <laughs> off on a random thing. And they locked me in the room, and Lavette tried to take off my hood. It's, it's not necessarily their fault, though. They didn't know. They... And then you used stone shape to encase Lavette into the floor. <laughs> what? <laughs> you encased Lavette into the floor, and then I had... Vera's face is blank. What are you talking about? Well, someone had to use stone shape to encase Levette in the floor. It had to have been you. Karis doesn't know that. I... Vera's just kind of silently just thinking in their head. And why would Karis encase Levette in marble anyways? It was really funny, actually. <laughs> 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 Well, that's gonna get the sudden inclination to never come back to the group. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you work for me, though. Well, not yet. Mm-hmm.
I gotta pass the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I went back in to get my hood. Oh yeah, they they took care of it after Mother called everyone to dinner. That doesn't make any sense. Well, you did it with the trees before, or the door, I should say, before. You know, you did the wood thingy. I. T- you can shape thingies. I've seen you move stuff. It's the most amazing thing. Of course, it had to be you. I didn't know I could. Well, it never really worked before. Maybe when you're really stressed out, it works. Maybe that's when the last time I. Soul raises their eyebrows. Not nothing. I think you should believe in yourself more because obviously you've done some really cool stuff. Maybe <clears throat> if I can, hopefully I can use it for others instead of just myself. Various kind of looks down. I'll leave the two of you here. Okay. You tired? I should get to bed. It takes me longer to sleep than you. Mm. Vera will transform into a... Let's see. Uh, into a small... What's, what's the size of a small? Small's like a halfling. Small, giant water beetle. <laughs> Jesus. And fly over to her armor mm-hmm. and pick it up and head back to the changing room. Change back and go to sleep. So, uh, yeah, girl, what's up? He looks up at the stars. I think it's after midnight. It is. You know what that makes it. Mm-hmm. I think that it's an awful shame that on a day like today, your friend has this kind of problem accepting themselves. I know, but I'm hoping with time she'll grow and she'll learn how amazing she is. Help her, if you don't mind. Of course. I'm always willing to help her. Anyone with a good soul. Hmm. Girl has a good soul. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it too, but I wasn't going to say it. Oof. Okay. Subtract. <laughs> Speaking of today, mm-hmm. I want to talk to you real quick. Sure. So, Marcus has passed on. Yeah. But I told you he was going to before we left. He nods. And I wanted to talk to you about how there was someone helping me um, through that process that I'm still not really 100% okay with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the spy that I hired? Yeah. Yeah, he's um he's been helping me out, and you know how we talked about how I like people? And Soul makes a hand gesture in a mm-hmm. circle motion. In and you like to spy? Yeah. Girl kind of silently nods. Okay. And I just wanted to make sure if that was okay with you. I mean, you already explained the situation before. But, well, yeah, but what if I'd like to be in a relationship with him, too, at the same time? Soul's starting to look more and more nervous. You can see, like, a couple of wheels turned very quickly in his brain, and then he kind of nods. Things make a bit more sense now. Uh-oh. <clears throat> I mean, Are it's... you mad at me? I wish you would talk to me before, but no, I'm not mad at you. Soul looks a little more relaxed, and they they go a little bit closer to grow, but watching him to make sure, like, if he moved back or something. And I'm not sure what else I need to do to make you... No, you can trust me completely. Oh, shit. I do trust you, girl. I just, I get scared and overwhelmed, but 
I think you're one of the most trustworthy people in this world. You're kind and generous and probably like the most perfect person who exists, <laughs> to be honest. <clears throat> Anyways, um, I'm sorry. Well, this, uh, the spy is human, right? Yeah. Okay. <gasps> what does that mean? <laughs> what do you think? What does it mean? <clears throat> He probably yeah. doesn't care too much because he's going to die. Yeah. He's like, you have your pet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Do you have any questions for me? Or any weird things you need to tell me on this day of all days? <laughs> Do you feel safe with this person? Yeah, I do. And you trust them? Yes. Then I have no other questions. Soul smiles. So, it's really late, but... Gro moves in, goes in for a kiss. <laughs> and there was a kiss back. Sorry guys, Soul's gonna assert their dominance today. <laughs> <laughs> I own the place. No I can do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> <laughs> no one's you, going to stop I was me. In that water. <laughs> it's probably good for the skin. I don't know. Yeah, it's mer- it's mineral water anyway. Whatever. It's honey water now. Whoa. Does Vera sweat honey? <laughs> probably are. Constantly, like covered in it, slightly yeah. at least. You know, you're always. They are literally sticky. wearing kind of like, a little sticky. Yeah, yeah. That's they how, literally have hive armor. So yeah, it's like, <laughs> people, I mean, you're like, don't touch me, and people are like, well, whatever. Fucking I mean, bye. There, touch me now, bitch. <laughs> what's worse, the honey on her or the literal insects crawling on her at all times? Yes. Sounds all bad to me. It sounds all wonderful. Yeah. I don't know what you're about. Stop judging <laughs> on this beautiful, wonderful holiday. <laughs> this wonderful holiday. <laughs> and this wonderful holiday about being himself. non-judgmental. <laughs> so, yeah, since Gro is pretty okay with it, Soul's gonna make his day pretty okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go to take him out to McDonald's. <laughs> Maybe out to sushi, make him a good dinner. Oh my Ooh. god, soul absorb grow. <laughs> I saw that, holy shit. <laughs> Shut up, you Okay, losers. so for the podcast, uh, soul just had sex with grow. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that uh, soul Ooh. just ate grow, but I mean... The devil's oh, tango. Same difference. <laughs> you would have been, been incorrect, I don't think that happened. Well... Okay, maybe. Hard of a little bit harder in the water. Been, 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 no? Yeah. Grow is? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm all embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright. We're just gonna put them in bed. There was one thing I wanted to talk to Moira about before we advance time. Sure. Do you want to be in a private chat? Yeah. Go on. After they've gone about their business for a bit and taken mm. a break. Oh, yeah. And uh, Moira totally uses that honey on herself. Oh, jeez. Of course. Um, well, how long have we known each other? All our lives. Plenty of months, all right? This isn't Lady Lush, you can do anything. I mean, are you unhappy? No. Well, then what's no. the problem? No, nothing's a problem. I've just been I've been thinking about something. I want to ask you something. What is it? I want to ask you to marry me. She kind of, like, goes a little pale in the face. Ah... Uh, Aren't you supposed to like have a ring or yeah, or something? myself, I guess. But I mean, there's like you're supposed to like ask my parents for permission. There's a, there's a whole. This is this is all. Don't get to the What? Well, yes. <laughs> she kind of talks in circles and then just starts kissing you. So time travels forward, and it is now oh, the morning of the fifteenth of February, nine a.m. It is 
Estrella Day. Oh, Petra <laughs> will have gone into the gone in, got his armor on, went up to the front of the thing and asked where he could get a a metallic rose and gone off try to get one. Okay. Uh, before Despite, breakfast. Just, okay. Yeah, before breakfast. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. So that was early in the morning. Uh, I have one other thing I need to cover before we go further into the day. Okay. Uh, one second. Soul, guess what? Another one? Yup. Oh, you slept again? Yeah. So it starts and you're laying in bed and you're cuddling someone. You think it's Grow. You wake up and you're like cuddling them, and but you realize they're like ice cold. Am I the little spoon? Yeah, you're the little spoon. So it's like the big spoon's behind you, but they're like very cold. Can I turn to look and see if he's okay? You turn to look and you see the corpse of Alec. Uh, can I scream? Yeah, yeah, you can speak. I can speak in this one. You can speak in this one. I scream and I get out of the bed. I'm against the wall. Mm-hmm. You see that uh, that Alec has a single stab wound in like the center of his chest. Oh, shit corpse as in like still skin there or is this like it's still skin there okay um can i check his pulse you you walk over closer to him and you hear a voice from behind you what's wrong uh i turned to look at whose voice was that satellite grow uh, i turned to look at grow you see grow standing there he's got a knife in his hand and he's got blood splattered all over him did you do this i did what i had to do why what <laughs> What did he do that was wrong? You said you were okay with this. I had to protect us. What? No. No, you said this was fine. I had to protect you. What did he do that was wrong for me? It was the only way. I... You... Who are you? You're not grow. The figure smiles, and you feel like this crawling sensation up your spine, and you wake up in a cold sweat. Grow is spooning you. That's great. I... Soul looks really uncomfortable. <laughs> They're like, I don't want to be touched right now, you know? Bro? He's asleep. What time is it? Uh, it's probably close to 9am, but you guys are up to like 2. Soul's not going to be able to fall back asleep, so they're just... I guess they're just gonna sit there and have an existential crisis for a little bit, I guess. <laughs> Alright, you don't want to try to wake him up? Uh, no, I should. Like, a couple of minutes of them registering what the fuck just happened, at least. Okay. And they, um, they, they kind of turn and tap him on the shoulder. Okay. His eyes kind of creak open. Good morning. He leans in to give you a good morning kiss. Aw, soul kisses him back. Um, but they're, they're really pale and obviously sweaty. He, he doesn't notice yet. He's too sleepy. Did you sleep well? Mm-hmm. That was really nice. I missed you a bunch. I missed you too. And this is the moment where Soul decides, let's not talk about that dream, actually. <laughs> Just throw that thought out. Just put that thought? In the back of your sack. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he'll kind of just groggily cuddle with you until you're able to go to bed. Toss you okay. back up into the main chat. So, that puts us to about 9 a.m. on the 15th of February. Petravian is out shopping. Mm-hmm. Karis gets changed back into her clothes and is now waiting out in the lobby for everyone else. Vera wakes up on the floor, because how dare anyone assume that Vera would sleep on a bed. Okay. <laughs> uh, Vera doesn't like beds? It's too soft. But what about the moss of a forest floor? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's no back support there. 
Uh, Marcus would have begged to differ, but okay. Well, Marcus is dead, so. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit, asshole. <laughs> He's only been dead like a, like a week and a half, you prick. Eight days. See, we're good. Eight days. Body's still warm. Right. <laughs> so, anyway, I guess uh, Vera would wake up and look around. The two doors are open. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, sorry, just to just to start, since today is a holiday, I do want to tell you what you guys know about today's holiday. It is yes. Estrella Day. Typically, it is a day where people gather to celebrate the conquering power of love with gifts, games, and public declarations of relationships, both accepted and taboo. So that's the quick and dirty of the whole point of the hmm. day. I guess yeah. I would see that the doors closed on souls. Mm-hmm. They go, they'll sleep. D&D, weirdly. do not disturb uh, <laughs> get out get out Drop the door's get out. right there okay I'll go out with my pumpkin peat slippers bye, bye. <laughs> oh, fuck. so I guess Vera will see Karis and okay. just ask are you doing okay alright uh, you, look, you look at Karis you see that Karis has gone probably two or three times over the norm as far as like prepping herself for the day. She looks very, very prim and put together. She's got her hair pulled back in a ponytail, and she just looks like she's all business today. <laughs> My baby, you look I'm, I'm well. I'm ready to go on the mission. Good. I have another world to get to, and I'm not sure what the challenges are, but I have a lot of spells prepped, so I think we should be yeah. all right. There's a lot of versatility between all of us, so we should be fine. I still think I maybe should have brought along some of the skeletons, but it's a bit too late for that now. I mean, I guess there is one place that has a skeleton. She actually laughs. I'm not going back in that house. It's all right. Um, is there somewhere else we could get skeletons? I mean, I guess we could rob the graveyards. Grave robbing adventure. That's true. I mean, they're dead already. Do you, is it better to have humanoid skeletons, or can you use animal skeletons, too? I can use animal ones, too, I suppose. But I would probably rather have humanoid ones, because they can use equipment like swords and shields and armor. Yeah, that makes sense. This would have been easier to do in the night. It's okay. Like I said, it's probably too late to worry about this yet anyway. We need to go and see what we need to do to get this whole thing moving, I guess. We could always find some maybe in the other world. That's true. There might be some there. I'm not sure how long it's been, well, how it is the way it is now. It's possible everything's already decayed into dust. And that does me no good. Well, if we see anything that actually is trying to harm us, we could always make them. That's you know? true. Soul or Marcus or Levette? Uh, I was going to ask. Has... Petra? <laughs> yeah, you said Marcus. I think uh, Farrah should get a, get a tick. But in any case. I um... do not have ticks. Those are not insects. <laughs> nice. <laughs> really uh, Get your arachnid bullshit out of here. Has Mar- Petra got his way back yet? Yeah, it's an hour to town, so I figure if you got up at six, you can get to town by yep. seven, do your shopping, and get back by nine o'clock. So you can be returning now with whatever you were attempting to buy. So uh, we'll we'll call it three gold pieces. All right. So you walk back into the lobby of the spa. And you see uh, Vera and Karis having a conversation. Good morning. Karis looks a little embarrassed at you and kind of gives you a crisp good morning with no emotion. Vera just turns and stares. Classic Vera. Vera? Mm, Yes? I want you to know I had a lot of fun last night. I didn't. I choose to remember the fun. I hope. 
Just stop. Petra, I almost killed you by accident. This... She, like, looks at you and, like, gestures like a hand between the two of you. She's like, this can't happen. I know. We we have a mission that's very serious that we need to focus on, okay? Maybe when this is all over, then we'll do something about this, okay? But I can't be distracted. It's okay, but she does this. Then you don't have to be distracted. We don't have to talk about this. This is a nice day. This is a special day. We don't have to talk about this now. Just know that I do care for you deeply. And he just takes the little metal rose. It's wrapped like a normal rose, but places it next to Karis. But you're right, we do have a mission to do. We'll talk soon. She kind of just has a hard expression on her face. He's going to go freshen up. She goes and sits down on the bench next to the flower and sort of looks at it, but doesn't touch it. It's all out yet. Uh, Sol just woke up, but I think Karis was going to say something. She was going to say how much longer until Sol's awake. (laughs) Vera's walking over to the door. Oh, Sol. Oh, good morning, Vera. Sorry, I was up a little late. Well, are you ready? We should probably find Lavette. Yeah, let's go get her. I'm sure she had a good night. Probably? Probably. Hopefully. I mean, she's with Moira, so I assume so. Yeah, I just really hate that kid. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Woo! Alright. Sorry, it's the way I cope with things. I can't blame you for it. You're the Uh, only one I can say stuff like that to, Vera, so sorry. It's fine. Petra's gonna grab a couple of wine bottles for the road. You're taking some from the road? That is rude. That is rude. Uh, fuck them. <laughs> it's my bathhouse! <laughs> no, he wants to take it for the road for everyone to share. Alright, we ready to go, Vera? I, I assume so. Where, where the hell did Petra go? You're kidding me. Good morning. Both of them just go there <laughs> at Petra. You mean the three of them. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Gro is joining in the yep. joining in on this. Really, Gro too. <laughs> <laughs> My bro, <laughs> he ain't even part of this shit. We're heading out to go get Lavette. Yeah. So they'll head out Actually to leave. Get Lavette. Okay. So as everyone leaves the building, I'd like everyone to make a perception check. That is a twenty-eight on Vera's part. Twenty-eight. There's a nine on. Excellent. On, uh, cool. 32. 32 on Soul. Excellent. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to move Petra to the other room. As you guys leave, you notice a metal flower on a bench. Aww. Ooh. Was left Oof. out there. Oh my god, the one person. <laughs> that it matters for. Yep, the one person that it mattered to know. So, she, yeah, so Karis Soul left Soul doesn't even know. It's just like, oh, poor, wait. Yeah. Can I pick it up? If you want, Soul sure. doesn't know. Yeah, if you thought like, oh, that's weird. Someone left this here. Yeah, you can pick it up. Yeah, I'll pick it up and put it in my sack. Sweet. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, go ahead and add uh, in your inventory, add an item called Metal Flower. Okay. Okay. And moving it back in. So the party is gathered up outside the spa, and you are ready to travel out of there and go back to Whalercog to find Levette. Ta-da. All right. We did it. We did it. Amazing. All right. I guess we're knocking on the o- O'Brien's? Yeah. Karis refuses to go near the front door, as you might expect, uh, which puts you guys, by the way, at 10 a.m. It's an hour walk to go from the spa to the city. So you get to to the O'Brien estate, and who's knocking on the front door? I guess I will. Hmm. Brave. All right. I mean, Vera can, too. Yeah, Vera, you can do it. (laughs) Pam, 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 pam. (laughs) A moment later. Strength check. 
Jesus. Oh, God. Uh, Graham, you there? Yeah. 20. Okay. Nice. All right, you, you bang on the door, and it's loud. Uh, a moment later, um, you see Moira's mother open the door and greet the lot of you. She says she'll go and fetch Moira and Lavette for you. I mean, just Lavette's fine. We're going to see the vizier, so... Yeah. All right. Moira's mother uh, open, like knocks on the door to Moira's room, and uh, I don't know if the two of you are awake by 10 a.m. I would assume so. Okay. In that case, you hear a knock at the door, if you're still even in that room. I guess Lavette will... Well, she's going to get dressed and turn to Moira. Mm-hmm. Moira's getting dressed as well. I'll be back. I know it. Yeah, but see you along. I'm going to take care of some things. Oh, I'm, I'm going to see you off. She puts on, like, some simple clothes, like, probably like a nightgown or some shit, and, uh, you know, walks with you down to the to the lobby of the house. And um, before you guys have to go, if anyone wants breakfast. Oh, your mother's biscuits and clay she just starts nodding. Yeah, they are. They're unreal. I am famished. Oh, so, so, does anyone does anyone have time to have a nice breakfast before you have to go? Uh, Karis doesn't really want to go inside, guys. I mean, just make it fast. Okay, that's a yes. All right. So the uh, the O'Briens go and uh, whip up some sausage and gravy and biscuits. Yeah, it's the good stuff. And it's the good stuff. Like they know what they're doing. Ew. It's it's a uh, fantastically delicious. Nom 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 nom. How's uh, Moira's like Moira in, eating? Moira's <laughs> inhaling them. <laughs> I'll bring some out for Karis. Aww. Oh, I was actually gonna do the same. <laughs> Karis thanks uh, Vera. Cause Vera got it first. <laughs> um, and and eats. There's them like as well. a small little powwow outside of the house. With <laughs> <food>. <laughs> yeah, I figured that I probably passed Vera on my way out. What was Kelly's thinking? Kelly. Oh, yeah, I just got her some. Do you think they want the plate back? <laughs> yes, I think so. All right. Waste not want none. As the party gathers to leave, uh, Moira is going to go up to Levette and, like, plant one more, like, deep, deep kiss and say, mm-hmm. and hurry back, okay? Soul covers their eyes. <laughs> yeah. God love it. All right. The party turns and leaves the O'Brien estate and heads down the main drag of Whaler Cog toward the Castle of the Gnome Lord, which is actually really close to the O'Brien estate. Go ahead and reveal that pin. So the party heads to the Castle of the Gnome Lord, which is a fairly decent-looking building. It's got, you know, pretty tall towers, and it definitely has a lot of clockwork built into the structure itself. There's a lot of pipes and cogs moving around and, like, pipes belching out various amounts of steam and black smoke. The building's imposing-looking and covered in a lot of ash and soot, like most of the structures in the city. There are... (laughs) There are, uh, uh, clockwork guards... All over that building. Are they designed like Archie? No. this They're an older design. Uh, they actually look like this. They look scary. I don't like oh, it. Oh, God. I, I'm not Can you describe anything. it verbally, though? Yes. Sure. So they're about eight feet tall. They're extremely broad at the shoulders. Their head's actually lower than their shoulder level. Uh, they have a massive cog coming out of the back of their, their shoulder blades uh, on their back. They carry a massive shield on their right arm and they carry a huge halberd looking weapon in their left arm but they look like they are designed for war they're very very heavy looking looks like there's runes on the shield mm-hmm. is that yeah they have all kinds of magic like worked into them as well so they're these are some very advanced 
clockwork beings based on the amount of magic worked into them as well. So these are definitely expensive clockwork. These are these are royal guards. Not the most advanced. So that, how do we get in? Yeah, this is your this is your place. You should go in first. Yeah, yeah, you know how to do this, right? <laughs> Just like I do not want to be by these things. <laughs> have we have we gotten my name Cleo officially with it all? I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Maybe we should well, it's Oh, it's too late. We're here. Soul starts pushing one <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Okay, okay, okay. State kind of your move. business. To speak with the vizier. Yeah, he'll to see vizier on the Name. Soul looks at Lovet. Lovet. Accessing. Accessing. Access granted. The clockwork guardian turns and some sort of like noise comes out of it. Like you're not sure if it has like pipes or, or some sort of musical instrument built inside the chassis. You see sprays of steam come out of its back and a sound is played and the castle sort of shifts and opens up. An archway appears that wasn't there before. The walls themselves move out, uh, revealing a way into a courtyard. So the party has walked into the courtyard of the castle and it's late morning. There's a lot of automatons around guarding. There's lots of plumes of steam and other strange gases coming out of the building. And a door will open up and a couple of gnomes will walk out. What do you want? Well, we'll shoot out. What exactly is it that we need for one? We need to speak with the zeal monoton. Ugh. Come on! They lead you into a twisting labyrinth of hallways, all of which are built specifically for people that are size category small. So it's not easy to get in and around in there. It's not oh bad for God. Me. You eventually find your way into a workshop area, at least a place that you think is a workshop. There are scattered tools and devices and scrap everywhere. And in the back of the room at a bench, you see a gnome cursing under his breath as he's working on a few various objects. Oh, he looks delightful. Uh, the gnomes that brought you in there clear their throat and say, you have guests. The gnome working at the workbench sets his tools down and looks up. What is it? Who are you? What do you want? Friends of Matilda. She sent us here. Oh, you're those guys. Yeah, you're her pen pal. <laughs> well, I don't I don't want to toot my own horn, but I suppose I'm rather important gnome. Oh, I'm sure you are. Ah, so it goes up. He like he like flips his hand at you. Ah, enough of that. Hmm. <laughs> I don't need anyone to butter my biscuits. But I like biscuits. I made an automatic butter biscuiter. Biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> sure. He points at like a wreck over in the corner. It worked for about seven minutes. Dang, it's a new record. Now, a lot of you need to get to another world, which is a challenge that I think is worthy of me. So, a while ago, I drew up schematics for such a thing. Called it the World Borer. A drill that could harness the energy of pure, unrefined MacGuffinite and use it to rip a hole through one world to the next. They called me mad, which he shrugs. I suppose they're right. But I built it anyway, and it's been sitting dormant in another storage room for about six years. But what if you already had MacGuffinite and Soul takes MacGuffinite, the MacGuffinite out of their pouch? He rubs his hands together. Well, with a shard that size, I think I could power the, the entire contraption for about, hmm, eight hours? Oh, eight shit. <clears throat> All right. So we don't need to take the, the clip back to Dereham to use the machine use it here? Well, I mean, unless yeah, you want to haul it back to Dereham for, like, sentimental reasons, but it's here if you want to use it. Like I said, it's been gathering dust for 
couple of years now. All right, I'm sure I can work with the machine. You, you? He points at a screwdriver at you. I think not, friend. It's my contraption. You will be loaded into the front of it with the drills. I mean, and you do intend to get... go to this other world, don't you? How do we intend to get back afterward? Well, the portal will be open for eight hours. So we just walk through it? You walk through it like a door, and when you're done, you walk back through it like a door. I know that might seem complicated to one such as yourself, but I'm sure you can handle it. Veritas gives this blank, unamused stare. Any non-elves were bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Grow chuckles. Now, ah, let me see that MacGuffinite. Soul hands it over, I guess. He puts on, like, these really heavy-duty mitts and then takes it from you. That's becoming more and more concerning now. <sighs> wow. This is a, a nice hall of MacGuffinite. All right, come on this way. He, uh, he walks you down a hallway and takes you to a storage room that is about, well, for a gnome, it's about waist-deep in trash and scrap. But in the back of said room is a large device that looks like a enormous drill machine. It's got a bunch of drill mounts on the front of it, and it's got a control mechanism in the back with a bunch of levers and rods and buttons and switches. Hmm. So, is this as good as any place, or would you like to move this to some fancy place to use it? I mean, I don't see why we would waste the time. Yeah, let's just do it here, and then we'll come back here, and then, I don't know, go wreck our shit, I guess. (laughs) He shrugs. Sure, whatever you say. (laughs) So. What? What are you jibber-jabbing about? I just... Enunciate! <laughs> Vizil? Yes, that's my title. Yes, I had the question for you. The name's Nanton. Yes. I go by either. Uh, you know my grandfather, no? Desmond, bikini one. He squints for a second. Desmond. Oh, Desi! Yeah, I remember Desi. Ah, oh, yes. He sounds... He was a real like shit. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that one. Okay, that makes me feel better. I mean that in an endearing way. He kept me on my toes, old Desi. Always had an interesting thing to say about an invention or two. He sure did. He sure does. So what? You the granddaughter? Oh, uh, yes. You're not on a gnome, though, are you? Something else crept in there. Oh. So looks offended. That's fine. We all have shortcomings here and there. And for you, I suppose it's a tall coming? Long coming? <laughs> You're tall, that's what I'm saying. I, of all I, days to say this. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being tall or with being part something else. Look, I don't care what color hair you got. I mean, shit. Look at me. like that. I thought you did that. Nope. Or the podcast. His hair is pink. Yeah. You never explained what he looks. Sorry. Like. He is a grubby, short gnome wearing patched clothes. He's got tools strapped to every bit of him different sizes of screwdrivers and and drill bits and things. And his hair is brushed into a pointed beard with equally curled out mustaches and a huge mustache coming out either side of his nose. And all of his hair is a stark pink color. Now, do you know the name of the world you need to get to or any coordinates or anything for me to do? Or am I just throwing you to some other world? The world's name is uh, Napakin. Do you have anything that'll help me focus this crap? Maybe, um... An object or an item or anything resonates with that Teresa. world? Yes, I have uh, this book. Ah, this looks right. He holds it in his hands. 
It's not quite from around here, is it? You can tell by the way it shakes. It's holding perfectly still in his hand. You have no idea what he's talking about. It's got, got those vibrations, you know what I'm saying? It resonates. It resonates from a different world. He shoves it into a slot in the back of the machine. There! That'll focus it right to the right wavelength. Are we going to get that back? What? Are we going to be able to get that back? Get what back? Is it the book? He squints at you. I don't know what you're talking about. Now, stand over there. Uh, soul kisses grow really fast and then goes over to the group. Grow, like, holds you on, holds on to you for an extra couple of seconds and says, I love you so much. I love you too. Be safe, okay? I will. I'll be here. I'll tell you when I get back. I'll be on the other side of the portal, alright? Thank you. Another kiss. And then running over to the group. Alright, so you're all gathered in front of this machine. Uh, he starts to pull levers and toggle switches and all sorts of things, and the machine starts to whir to life. He shoves this piece of MacGuffinite into a receptacle, and the machine starts to crackle with yellow-colored lightning. Ah, it's coming to life now! Alright. Now, like I said, I think it'll be about eight hours this thing will be open, and then, well, wherever you are is where you're going to stay. I don't know if we don't really have a way to come up with a plan. Do we? We don't really able to get into. Hopefully, you find whatever you're looking for. Toodles. <laughs> he flips a big switch, <laughs> and uh, this electricity that's now like warping its way through this this large drill machine uh, zaps forward and creates a oval shaped portal that seems to hang in midair. It's a blue or orange. Uh, it is neither. It's it sort of has a yellow border around it that crackles with electricity, and the entire then the machine like has this whole front bit on it that's spinning, that's sort of keeping it in one place. All right, it's stable. You've got eight hours. See you soon. Jump through. Yep. Yep. All right. Bye, Petravian. Of course, he jumps through. Okay. All right. Karis jumps through as well. So the five of you jump through the portal and leave the plane of existence. For the first time in 400 years, someone has left this world. Dangerous! That sounds like me! <laughs> I mean, people seem to leave this world daily. I can eat at least, like, few people. Marcus? Mm. <laughs> one. That's one. That's, that's it. <laughs> nope, everybody else is fine. Nobody else has died yet. In the world. Ever. In the world. Yeah. Ever. We just knock them down and give them a boot. Like, I keep on trying to figure out where these skeletons keep coming from. <laughs> <laughs> Must be from a different world. Get out of here. Okay, what do we see? Alright, you find yourselves standing in a city. It's difficult to describe it exactly, but I'll do my best. You're standing in what looks like the forum of a city. The architecture here is strange. You've never quite seen buildings that look sort of like this. Their their general architectural style is, is unique. You look around and you see buildings. Many of them are two or three stories tall. They seem to stretch out in every direction for as far as the eye can see in your little area. There's streets. There's a well in the middle of the forum. There are decorative columns built in places. There are tents set up with like shelves and like countertops as if it's like a bazaar here that people are trading items back and forth. But there are no people. The sky is completely gray, like it's a void, like someone simply turned the sky off. There are no clouds. There is no color in the sky. Everything seems to have sort of a, a bluish tint to it. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Does this kind of feel like the Deadlands? No. 
No. Okay. No, there is still temperature here. There's still air. There's still color, but everything here is sort of tinted a little bluish, and the sky is gone. This is awful. Uh, another thing to note is that it is totally silent. There appears to be no life of any kind. I was going to use the first things first. Does someone have a way to count down eight hours? Uh, other than using a spell that lasts that long. Okay. I'll cast Major on myself. All right. <laughs> Interesting. And Vera's going to take in like the surroundings in that so that she can remember where this is. Yeah. Or like everyone to make a perception check. That is 18 for Marcus. That is a nat 20 okay. for Vera. 18, 34, 19, 20. Nice. Excellent. Okay. Good <clears throat> everybody. Thank you. We needed them. <laughs> also, I am definitely starting Archie's timer right now. Every one of you succeeds the perception check, and you all can sense something strange about this place. Like I said, there appears to be no life of any kind, but it's something more than that. Because even though there's no life of any kind, you still get the sense that you're being watched. Like there's someone in a window in one of these houses looking at you, but when you look, there's nothing there. So looking around the forum, there's no people of any kind, and all the items here, anything like sitting around, is nothing of all that much interest or value. It's mostly pottery or what looks like decayed food that's just turned to dust. Beyond the buildings, you can see there's sort of a, a hill in the middle of the town, and sitting on it is a large castle. Does that look like Glarf's castle? Like the one from... Ville? Ville. Yeah. No. Should we look there first? I mean, there's no other direction. Yeah. I don't know how else to stop. Uh, can I uh, cast Detect Magic? Yes. Yes, you can. You cast Detect Magic, and you detect no magic in the area around you. Also, uh, before you leave the forum, the portal is just standing there, by the way. Okay. It's, so it's there. It's not It's not like you guys are alone. If you look back through the portal, you can see the junk room that you were just in. Is there anyone guarding the other side of the portal? Gross standing there. Right. Uh, go, Soul's go. gonna grab Levette and be like, all right, we're jogging. Everyone's happy with that? <laughs> well, if you just give me like 60 seconds, and oh, she can kill me. Oh. <laughs> like, find them. <laughs> keep... Yeah, just keep up. I mean, we need Archie out anyways. So. Yeah. yeah, but... If, well, but... I'm fine with Archie coming out. I just want to start going. Yeah, we're going. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so moving. Archie fully deploys, mm-hmm. and party can begin moving. Where would you like to head? To the castle? Alright. Yep. Can we uh, guesstimate how uh, long it'll take to get there? Um, without knowing exactly how big the city is, it's hard to say, but it, the scale of the city is massive. I think only one of you have probably seen a city this size before, and it was uh, Petravian. Hmm. Well, at least there won't be any traffic. It's true. Nothing in the streets. You find carts abandoned. You find houses that are look like they're in relatively good shape. But like I said, everything is just empty. But yet, there's a sense that something is there. Behind every corner, behind every window, looking at you through every peephole and door, you get the unmistakable sense you're being watched so you keep heading toward the castle and you walk through the city rather run or or jog through the city and it still takes you about an hour to get to it Mm. and it's just dead the whole time Mm -hmm. the entire place is just a vast emptiness like all the life has been scooped out of this place you finally make it to the castle itself and you find the gate standing open Nothing preventing anyone from simply walking in. Can I detect magic on the castle slash gate area? 
Sure. So you sweep a 60-foot cone of detect magic throughout this area, and you detect nothing. I gotta do a D&D thing that we haven't <laughs> really done hardly ever. Yeah, what is that? Check for traps? Because it's a castle. Castles tend to have traps. I did once in yeah. Moira's house. You detect no traps. I'm sure it's fine. We go inside, I guess? All right, you go inside, and as you're walking into the castle itself, for a split second, as soon as you look in, all, in the main door, you see, like, the trail of someone's leg as they're turning the corner away from you, down the hallway. Almost as if there was someone who was just there that was just leaving the hall as you were looking down it. Going to use invisibility and sneak up and see if I can see stuff. Is that okay? Yes. Stealth roll? Sure, go ahead. 30? It'll be a 50. Oh, well, I guess it'd be 50, yeah. Okay, you get a 50 on your stealth. You scout ahead um, quite a ways in front of the party as they're trailing behind, and you're looking down every hallway, and you don't see anyone, but you're able to hear footsteps that aren't yours. Okay. Almost like there's people milling about or walking from one room to another with a purpose, but yet you don't see anyone. And the sounds don't seem to be coming from any specific direction. No specific direction? Mm-hmm. They're sort of echoing off the walls here. You turn down various paths and, and hallways, and you realize that this place is large enough that it's becoming a bit of a maze. And just as you think you're completely lost, you turn a corner, and the hallway opens up into a absolutely enormous dining hall. Guys, I found a big room. Do we know where you are? Yeah. I, I assumed that Sol would have been leading the party right, on. I'll... So the party gets to this massive dining room. It's this huge feast hall in the castle. There's a series of 13 tables arrayed, uh, 12, six tables on the side, and one massive one at the front of the room on a raised platform. The place is dressed as if there was just a massive feast held here. Like, there's runners and all kinds of fancy decorations sitting out, like things that would have been considered high-end decorations even for a place as large and fancy as this. So whatever just happened in this room must have been... A very important event. All the tables are sit empty as far as like food, but the decorations still sit there and the chairs are sort of all pulled out at varying angles. Does it look like a wedding? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It does look like a wedding. Yeah. Of course. It looks like there was a wedding feast held here. I get Sophie and she's nearby. Well, some, but we're looking for nearby. You hear something breathing. But near it's us? Near you, yeah. Like right behind, like, breathing, like or right behind your head, you feel someone breathing on the back of your neck. Everyone, I turn to look. There's nothing there. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna tell Archie to look, and I was gonna see if he sees it. Even though I'm invisible, do I see any tracks or anything? No. What kind of breathing are we talking about? Large, like like ragged, bestial? shallow breathing, like, like unhealthy humanoid breathing. Humanoid or bestial? Humanoid. Hello. Your words echo across the walls. Did it drop my crossbow? Man, this place looks like shit. Farah. What? <laughs> it was a wedding. How do you know? It looks like a wedding. Guys, we, we need to keep moving. We need to find out. Okay, you're mm-hmm. right. I'm, I'm going to go look at the head table, okay? Okay. You start walking toward the head table, and you get about three paces toward that side of the room when the doors leading into this room all simultaneously slam shut. I'm going to die here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to cast... Uh... Magic Fang on Archibald. Make a perception check. Yes, sir. Oh, shit. I did nat one, so 16. That is a 28 for Vera. That is a 19 for Atra. That is a 17 for Wolfe. All right, that's good enough for everyone. (laughs) Even at a one, I'm okay. You hear faint music. It's strange. It's no piece you've ever heard before, Soul, even as a bard. 
And you swear you've heard every piece of music written by every country in the world at this point. And this is a piece of music you're unfamiliar with. Being played by instruments you've sort of never heard before. Okay. But it sort of like rises from nothing. And it sounds like what you would imagine like a four-piece string group would sound like. But they're playing instruments that you're not familiar with. So the sounds is sort of off. And it seems to be coming from nowhere but everywhere. And the sound echoes off the walls as it gets louder. And as it gets louder, you can start to hear the murmured voices. And the best way I can describe it is it's chatter. You hear people socializing. Ghosts of the past. Fucking, yeah, haunted AF over here. I'm gonna continue towards oh, the you need that circle going. One of the, move with us? One of the chairs moves slightly as if someone oh, just, man. as if someone was sitting in the table and just moved their chair away from the table to stand. But the chair just moved on its own. You see some of the silverware begin to move in its own as well. Oh, fuck this. <laughs> oh, we're stuck in this room right now. The problem. Yeah. You see the, the silverware start to move as if they're being used by unseen hands as they sweep across empty plates. Shoot something that moves. Petrie? The yes. candelabras that are located across the tables all illuminate simultaneously. Let's shoot it. The flames are blue, by the way. Stealing my fire. Everything here has a blue tint. What's the command word for my statue, Petrie? Uh, what are you shooting at, Levette? The candelabras. All right, uh, Levette shoots and just max two of the candelabras. They fall over. <laughs> Levette, um, what the hell? I, I, I just went on this Calm alone. down. No. Okay. The song that keeps playing rises in tune and becomes stronger in the room. And you hear footsteps coming from the center of the room. Because the, these tables are arrayed for six tables per side, one table at the top, and then there's an area between the tables in the middle where it looks like if this were a, a, a wedding feast, you would have dancing. And you can hear footsteps. <laughs> rhythmic footsteps. Until eventually you can start to see like actual footfalls on the ground start to disturb the dust. They're moving stay, in rhythm. Stay within ten feet of me. Okay, but you gotta keep moving. Yeah, uh, where are we headed? Towards the head table, where Let's I'd go. assume the bride and groom would be. Alright, I'm closing with them too. Yep. Hmm. Or she come over to me and give him his magic fang. You begin to move toward the head table again. And you hear a voice call out, A toast! A toast to his lordship on this greatest of days. You look and you see a single person sitting at one of the tables, partially see-through, holding up a glass. Here, here! You hear another cry from another part of the room and you see another obvious specter holding up a glass. More cheers start to move through the room and more and more beings are becoming visible, though still see-through. You see dancers, you see musicians, you see guests of all types, shapes, and sizes. Races of beings you've never seen before and will never see again. Let's keep, keep going. Come on, guys. Keep moving along. To his lordship, on this the day of his wedding, another raucous cheer throughout the room. For he has united the kingdom, he has ended the wars, and he has brought peace and prosperity to everyone. More cheers. A toast! You hear ring out. To the bride, to Teresa, whose grace is unseen anywhere else in this world. I think that's what the person we're looking for. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> no, you didn't know that. Yeah, but that's what we're looking for. The figures at the head table appear. You see a bunch of people dressed in the greatest of fineries. And at the center of the head of the table here, you see two people sitting, each with a hand on the table clasping the other's hand. One 
is a man you have already seen. It is Glarve. The other is a woman who you have already seen in portrait. A woman you know to be Teresa. Who oddly looks like Karis with black hair. Mm-hmm. A little bit. <laughs> is Karis in the circle, by the way? Yeah, Karis is sticking with you guys. But she's That's like she's like fascinated with what's going on, and you can tell she's she's looking at this from a much different perspective than you guys. How close are we to the to Teresa? You're very close. You're you're like maybe ten feet away. The person sitting to the right of the person sitting to the right of Glarve, so typically like a best man or, or something like that. Whatever traditions they use vary, but he turns his head and the first thing he does is he looks back at the lot of you as if he sees you, gives a little of a smirk, and then looks at Glarve and says, My friend, it appears you've won. The war is over. You've consolidated your power. You have the hand of the woman you love. Glarve looks at, at the person sitting to his right and says, Yes, I have. I have everything I've ever wanted. The man to the right of Glarve smiles and says, Then it's time for you to pay up. The man seated to the right of Glarve vanishes. That was him. That was who? The enemy. It's Glarve. No. Glarve isn't the enemy. He is our enemy, but the enemy is the thing that created Glarve. And he knew we were here. Something's wrong. (laughs) Glarve says that. Something's something's very wrong. I'm gonna reach out for Garisa. Your hand goes right through her. God damn it. (laughs) None of them seem to be able to see you. Glarves like starts to convulse at the table. I feel I feel weak. I feel weak and so hungry. Oh, oh no what? He um Back up guys. He he's already cleared the food off of his plate and he's like, I need food. Guards, fetch me the rest of the food. And the guards are like, the the doors, sir, they're sealed. We we don't know why. Fetch me the food now. Now He starts screaming at them. The guards, like, go around and start scouring plates from people at the at the wedding feast and start bringing him food. He starts eating it furiously. Like, people are starting to, like, stop their chattering and, like, the music stops. And, like, the whole scene is a sort of eerie as he's just shoveling food down his mouth and, like, shouting for more. Um, eventually, one of the nobles, like, goes up and, like, asks him, like, what is the meaning of this madness? And Glarv pulls a sword and just kills him on the spot. Takes a look at him on the ground descends on him and starts to devour his corpse there's screams in the room the guards don't know what to do some of them like move to try to get out of the room others move to try to like help their lord and who again pulls his sword and starts lashing out at anyone nearby my eyes are on Teresa. she's sitting there just a look of horror on her face it's frozen in fear i'll spare you all the minutia of the details but Glarve consumes that body, and that's not enough. He moves on to the next person, and the next person, and the next person. As he does, his body distends and grows and becomes more misshapen and monstrous, until all that's left in the room is him and Teresa. He looks at her, bellows a roar, grabs her, shoves her into his now enlarged monstrous mouth no he begins to go into convulsions again he holds his arms to his stomach racking with pain and he coughs out a single item that lands on the ground not bouncing but landing as if it weighs a thousand tons it sits there on the floor it's a wedding ring everything disappears in the room 
the carnage, the blood stains, everything is gone all at once. All that remains is a wedding ring sitting on the floor. So, I have it? <laughs> you want to reach down and retrieve it off the floor? You sure about that? What? Can I detect magic on it? You can try. Okay. You detect magic on it, and it comes back as not existing. Okay. Um, you, you don't understand. The reading doesn't make sense. It says it's not even there. I'm going to take my pouch and grab it with it okay. so that my skin doesn't touch it? Sure. You you touch the ring, and it, again, it feels for a moment as if it's fixed to the floor, like it weighs the weight of a sun. Please, Teresa. Vera will try to grab it. All right, I need you to make a will save. All right. The Yeah, both of you, Sol and Vera. Okay. Uh, 26. 29. All right. Yeah. You guys feel a presence in the ring, and it relents. The ring pops off the ground and sits in the palm of your hand. Bag I put it in room. my pouch where the MacGuffinite was. All right. This is, this is it, right? I think this is it. I think so. We have to get out of here. I mean, Who's ready for another jog? Uh, but should we should we double check or something? I don't. I want to stay here too long. Is chance. there a way that I can feel that it's right? <laughs> I sense motive the ring. <laughs> <laughs> sense motive of the DM. You sense the motive of the ring, and you're pretty sure this is the object you came here looking for. Okay. Okay. This is it, guys. Right, let's go. All right, and let's jog the hell out of here. Do the doors open for us? The doors are open. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. They were never closed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we run. So as you're leaving, you hear a slow clapping noise. I don't like that. Keep going. You're not going to look back? Um, oh, fine, yes. I'll look back and point my crossbow. Is it the enemy? You see the man who is sitting to the right of Glarv. He's clapping as he watches all of you. I'm going to stick my tongue out at him as I'm I turn the corner. Him. Any shot goes right through him. Like I said, he's partially see-through. corporeal. It's fine. It's the, the gesture that's important. Even though he doesn't speak, words echo throughout the halls. It will not be enough. It will never be enough. For him or for you? Soul yells back. There's no answer. Soul, ignore him. He's a ghost jogging. of the past. No, that's the enemy. I just don't know how he's here. We can contemplate that after we're back in the steam aisle. Yeah, 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 I know. We're booking it. Yeah. All right. We're booking it back. You guys book get it back. Out of you run another hour. You get back to the forum that you came in from. The portal stands there just as you left it. Okay. That was actually a lot easier right. than I thought it would be. In the Soul, portal, go. go. first. Go. Right. Okay. Soul hops through. Levette, go. go through. Yeah, I go. Farrah, go through. Karis, go. Yeah, she goes through. I love that. Archibald is still staying oh. back with you. He's going to go through last because I can just summon him through. All right. Petra's like, it's too late for me. There's what? no time. <laughs> Why are you taking your time? There's no time right. left. There's only five and a half oh, hours left. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, fine. I'll use Maker's Call and, and Archie turns into his little sphere and comes through the portal. Petra goes through. Uh-huh. You see a pink-haired gnome asleep at the controls. Of course. Gro is, was pacing and then when you arrive through, he immediately runs over and gives you a hug. Soul. Yeah, he yeah. runs over and gives Soul a hug. <laughs> no one well, else gets a hug. I want to be Aww. clear. Aww. Uh, Gro wants to hug me. I'm not okay with that. Ew. He's a buddy. Soul is shaking and grows arms. Vizier, shut it down. He wakes up. Ah, what? Sure. Shut he it s- down. He slaps him the controls and it shuts off. I look at where the book was. Yeah, it's still there. there. Yeah. And grab it. 
Is there any MacGuffinite left? No. Shit. That's it fine. Used, we it, know used it, a, it used the entire crystal to open the portal. Well, yeah. did you find what you were looking for? Yeah. Looks like you've seen a ghost. I think I saw a lot of ghosts. And one I, I don't understand. We can talk about it later. Okay. What's next on your plan? I guess we can go find Cloud. I think we should that talk soon? to Corona first. What? Corona. Oh, I, I mean, I guess. I just don't want to that check. single out in my world. We just need to double check before we go in, okay? We want to be, make sure we're as prepared as possible, right? Yeah, yeah, like... That world was stripped. Kara speaks up for the first time in a while. Like it had been harvested. He ate everything. Did he? Did he eat everyone? Not, not exactly. I think he ate everyone in that room, for sure. But the whole rest of the world, no. It was harvested. Stripped bare of everything. Of souls, magic, like all Light. of it. Why? The enemy. What, what the it took everything. That's this who what we're fighting. Had? Are we fighting we... that world now, too? Everything that it was made Lysol's is turned into a weapon against us? Not against Glarv. I don't think, at least. The enemy... Well, if we faced him head-on right now, then yes, I'm pretty sure we would. But with each of the eight, one being gone currently, and Glarv being number seven or whatever... With each one that gets destroyed, he gets a little bit weaker, I think is how I gathered it. So I want to take every single one of them down and make sure they don't touch our world. Yeah, can I I see that book? Uh, Sure. I mean, tear a corner off of one of the pages, and I won't even, like, take the whole book. I just tear up the corner, let you hold the rest of it, and I'm going to put that corner in the compass. Smart thinking. The compass spins freely. It's not from this world. It doesn't what? have the right frequency of our world. Look at you in the house, well, That's what he said, and his soul points to those here. He's asleep. Look, I just gather stuff via context half the time, so. What's that ring? Do you sense that night well? Soul takes out the ring and puts it in the compass. It spins freely. Right. Soul takes the ring back. <laughs> I'll put the little piece of paper that I tore off in my uh, obsession log. Again, Soul is staring at that log. I'm trembling adding to it. Alright, Corona first? Corona first. Okay, let's go find somewhere to plant a tree. So another island. <laughs> There's green and by the spa. Barely. There's a Palkins is good. Maybe we can spring splash the shrubs also. Let's try it at the the park? Is that grass? Yeah, the dirt? Yeah, so it's grass. So it's a tree. Well, okay. back at the, uh... It's a plastic tree. <laughs> so looks for anything to write with on the desk of the vizier. Uh, yeah, there's there's writing utensils. Okay, I'm gonna write him a note thanking him. Okay. And to give Matilda my regards. Soul leaves with the group. Yep. To the park. To the park. To the park! Alright, party leaves and heads to the park. The one outside the academy. Petra feels very uneasy. So, you leave the castle of the Gnome Lord, and as you're walking through the streets, I would like everyone to make a perception check. That is a 6. 34. That is a 33, geez. Nice! And fuck, okay, hey. Oh my god. Um, That one. Okay. Alright, so one second. I'm just going to move you all. So the two of you succeed your perception check, and as you're walking down the street, you can hear a few of the gnomes talking. Did you hear? It was a murder. Oh yes. It's a real shame, too. I heard she just got her daughter back. Oh shit. Oh my god. Really? Yep. That's what they said? That's what you heard. Oh no! Alright, I'll put you back up into the channel. Soul I really am un- turns to Levette. Yeah. Uh, 
Hey, buddy. Yeah. How healthy did Moira's mom look? And Sol's probably like walking backwards on the way to this park. What? What? How how healthy was Moira's mother when we left? She seemed okay, alive, but like hmm. fine. You know, not great, but how often do gnomes go missing? Is that a weird question? What? Uh, yes, that's a weird question. I want okay. to know why you are okay. asking the question. Well, I'm gonna go uh, plant this seed real quick. Wait, no, 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 no. We have to go back. Go Can back. Can we what? just do Corona we real just... quick? No. Okay. What? What? Really? We have to go back to where Moira's now. Why? Okay. Why? What is going on? What is going on? Apparently there's a murder. And it might be her mom. Oh no. Vera guys... will turn into a large bee and fly. I mean, you're right there. there. Like you're right there. Oh, all right. Yeah, okay, right castle, right castle, castle, the... Like I was like, I literally just want to play at this tree real quick, guys. <laughs> all right, so you turn- Nope. You took an Uber around the you corner. You turn back and you see, and in front of the O'Brien estate, there is a large crowd gathered. You see uh, inspectors, uh, the, the local, watch force standing around like keeping the, the public back push my way through the crowd these guys are shrimp large crowd me. yeah <laughs> and you see a uh, you see moira sitting on the front steps of her house just weeping Maya. i'm gonna run to her or at least you don't attempt to <laughs> i don't know what happened i was you left and i went up to my room I was going to, I was going to go over some of my old books, and I heard something downstairs, and I ran down. And what? What did you hear? What did you hear? Almost dead. I don't understand. It's okay, Mom. They killed her. What? I know, I know who it must have been. Soul tilts their head. They've, well, they've always been jealous of you. This is nothing to do with that. You know who this was. It's the only I people didn't... that would have done this. I don't... I don't know if so alive. Then who... who else killed Mom? It was them. You, you've got to stop them. Oh boy. Yeah, I guess so. Because... What if they go after your parents? Or... or me? Or... Yeah, they go after... they try that once. If they try it again, I trust them. Lovett like thinks about it for a second and, and as the gears turn she gets kind of like a bloodlust in her eyes Crush them yeah, I guess we can cut that time well, well you should stay with my parents for now Okay. So they are going to be safe I, I trust in their babies and they'll keep you safe alright I'll go there right away um, I'll Chico go with her you're making her Chico with her? no because I can bring him back Oh, oh, okay. Well, I, I was like, yeah. what if we get in battle? <laughs> With Corona. With Corona. Oh, With Corona. I, I hear he's very sick right now, so. <laughs> if we got in battle with Corona, I don't know the art on that one. He's pretty strong, but not that strong. Oh, yeah, Corona would probably just, like, cast Creeping Doom, and that would be the end of the fight. Yeah, exactly. And I have backup plans if we don't have Archie with us. We get into trouble. Alright, so Archie escorts. Uh, Moira away, and the rest of the party heads back to the park. And that's okay with Lovett. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So did it. I know what to do. Okay. Okay. Uh, I go. I mean, I guess everyone's kind of busy looking at Moira's house, so mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. won't be many people at the park. Yeah. I shall dig a hole and plop that walnut in there. All right. You sink that nut. Yeah. Nut. 
and a moment later it sprouts into the same kind of tree you've seen multiple times. Uh, it grows a face and opens its eyes. What day is it? It's a holiday, the 15th of February. Ah, it's good to be awake on a holiday. Soul takes the ring out of their... Soul is that what I think ring. it is? I hope so. Otherwise, we're really fucking screwed. Hmm. Well... Soul holds it up close to his face. The tree squints as it looks at it. It, uh, it definitely feels like it's not from this world. It doesn't feel natural at all. He ate her. As much as a tree can nod, nods. <laughs> I see. It's horrible. I'm gonna make him pay for bringing that thing here. So what do we do with this? Do we wear it? Do we, do we get, yeah. throw it into him? Do we How just do we... go find him? Should we get reinforcements? What do we do? Well, you know where he lives. Yeah. Being in the presence of a totem weakens one of the eight. So simply having it with you, presenting it, should be enough. It should make the fight much more even. Okay, good to know. We got this. You've all done an incredible thing. It was certainly not easy to go to another world and to find this. You have my thanks. Well, we not bring up. Don't take us just yet. Well, no matter what, he's going down. Is there anything else you can tell us from your fight with the other one that could help us? When you think you've struck the mortal blow, get some distance. Okay. Do they explode? The last one did. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. No. Like gross? Not exactly. It did cause a bit of a problem, but like I said, when you think you've struck the mortal blow, get some distance between you and Glarve. What kind of problem are we talking about? Well, the last one that died caused an earthquake. I'm sorry, what? You see, that's the important stuff they have to tell us. (laughs) Do you think we are strong enough, Glarve? I don't know. I I hope, but I don't know. We have to be. Yeah. Alright, I'll talk to you when he's defeated. Or I'll see you at my wedding. <laughs> Try and keep me away. Ooh, have a fun conversation with my dad on that day. <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> the tree goes through the last part of its life cycle and drops another walnut on the ground. I pick up the walnut and put it in my pouch. Seriously, he couldn't tell us about the earthquake yeah, right away? Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> Do we have that? a few hours before we leave? Yeah, let's investigate first. All right. I'm just gonna go build the house down. I'm sorry, what? I'm just gonna start heading towards the Omar or the Omoris estate. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you want to be a criminal again or something? What's your plan here? I'm going to find some, and I'm going to hunt some until they confess. Do we actually have proof that they did this? I'm going to get the confession this way. Soul looks nervously at the rest of the group. I'm going to the house. I'm gonna check for anything, and then maybe I'll head over there. I'm gonna go with Farah. You know y'all. You're going after after he leaves the house. <laughs> no, but you're like the tallest gnome, so we can always find you. Well, you know, if I'm in knows, that's not going to care. Okay, well, where where is this uh, house? I, I'll come with you. All right, so we head over to the O'Briens to investigate. Like I said, there's a bunch of inspectors there, and the place is pretty much shut down to the public. When you arrive at the scene, the inspectors ask you, you know, what what you're doing here and tell you to disperse. So I was gonna lean over to Vera and say, go in the chimney like last time. Yeah, that was the plan. Okay. <laughs> so Vera will walk off behind a few buildings, a few blocks away, turn into a small... Rat-sized bee. A tiny... Hmm. Okay, rat-sized bee. Yep, and it's gonna fly into the chimney. Okay. You try to fly into the chimney, however, the, the fireplace is lit. Oh, oh motherfuckers. <laughs> and it is... It is not uh, easy, well, it's impossible to fly down the chimney. Fireplace is lit? 
And, and the only living resident is not in it? Yeah. Worst police ever. <laughs> well, I say only living resident. I don't, we don't really know what's happened to her dad. He went to get some um, clockwork oil and never came back. Is the door open, or are any of the windows open? Yes, the windows to Moira's room are open. I go into there. Okay, you fly into Moira's bedroom. Oh, boy. Make a perception check. What? Oh, God. <laughs> 21. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, there is trays of food spread around most of them eaten there is like the sheets are like tangled and, and wadded and thrown to the side there is honey stuck to spots of the mattress ew what the fuck <laughs> well what do you fuck you do with my fucking honey <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> ew ew Anyways, continue. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the room smells exactly how you think it should. Oh, lovely. Yes. <laughs> like Soul when they came back that one time. You're so mean. <laughs> yeah, but are they wrong? Mean, but are they wrong? Do I smell? Hmm? Are you telling no. me I smell? I don't know. After... Are you telling me Soul did not smell that time? I smell like a yeah, this place smells <laughs> like the similar flowers. And, yeah. and I, I, don't, I don't kiss like a... Bleh, I kiss like a princess! <laughs> uh-huh. I will continue mm-hmm. looking. Alright, you continue into the Are main... you sure you want to? Alright, you go past <laughs> that room and you go out to the main part of the house where you find a couple of inspectors uh, searching around the body and like looking about the room for any other clues. Right, I'm going to uh, do a perception check on the body. And please make a stealth check as well. That is a 26. Ooh, okay, and a perception to search the area. That is a 32. Oh, nice. Excellent rolls. Damn. Excellent rolls. All right. So, Christ, there's there are, my rolls. You, <laughs> you swoose into that room, and you look around, and what you notice, first of all, you're completely unseen by the inspectors, but you look around the room, and the first thing you notice is the manner in which Miss O'Brien has died. Her neck has been torn out. Jeez. Like, like in like, what way? Like with a hand or like with a mouth? You're not sure. Like it, could be with, it could be with a mouth. It could be with a hand. You don't know. But it looks almost like a wild animal. Like mauled and killed her. Zero? Blood Jesus. trails. There is blood all over the place. Yeah. It's gruesome. Mm-hmm. It's very gruesome. What did Karis cram back into, into Moira? Yeah, seriously. I don't think it's Moira. Now, I, I mean the way I that do. I mean I do. I mean, if, I thought if, it was Moira when we were still on the ship. <laughs> well, no, I think I think Moira has some issues, but I don't think they're killing in that way. They ripped a throat out. So what Farrah does is she's just going to look at the trail, see if she can see anything from there, and if she can, she's going to head back out. There's no trails leading, like, anywhere that you can tell. All right. So Vera will head back out. All right. You head back out of the house. Meet back up with the rest of the team. So? Turn back. All right. Well, it appears her throat was torn out. It, it doesn't look like a weapon was necessarily used. Okay. More like mm-hmm. it was someone's, like, own body that tore like it out. force? Yes. Oh. What? What? I don't really know what else. Well, they went to 
Lovett, why was there so much food in Moira's room, by the way? She's just very hungry. I mean, we all kind of burning a lot of calories. Sol just looks over at Vera and then looks down at Lovett. Anyways, was there a blood trail or anything? Do you know where it <laughs> happened? There was a blood trail everywhere. Blood splatter all over. There, the there place. was nothing that it really led to. Okay. So it's all over the place. Do the Omorises have dogs or things that could rip necks? Well, I mean, it I mean, could uh, be a machine to do so. Okay. Like, a, like a neck ripping machine. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, is that a thing? It's kind of like a bottle opener. <laughs> yeah, old ripper. Oh, uh, I'm just more angling up. So, let's go. Let's still house down. Did Moira say anything to the police about it? Do you know? I don't know. I mean, you're her best friend. Shouldn't the police know that? Like the guards? Uh, I don't know what the terminology oh. is. The inspectors. Inspectors. <laughs> Are these um, inspector gadgets? Kind of. <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> when you realize why Beardy calls them inspectors, and it's too late, <laughs> you've already fallen for the trap. I called them police, you slut. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome to ask them, or we can maybe talk to the old Morrises if they're even alive. Hey, someone's an AI. They don't think they're all over the answer to explosion. I say big family. Okay, well, we should still talk first. Talk? Please, the old Morrises? We could try, sure, yeah. I don't, they don't really like, I, know I mean. I'm upset right now, but. This is just the things I do all the time. Which way is the Omaris? This way. Mistake. Start heading that way. And Vera is um, going to. I'd like to use my survival skill to see if I can find any blood trails at all. Okay. Of any kind. Sure, sure. Go ahead. That is going to be a 28. Okay, you find no blood trails. Uh, question. Where did Moira go? Moira was sent parents. to the Zanaris Baldwin estate for safekeeping. I'd like to do a heal check on them to <laughs> see if there's any... I don't know if Moira would touch her mother or anything, but like, there's... If there's, like, blood, blood, up, blood under her fingernails or something. Yeah. Does Archie come back, by the way? Uh, I mean, if you, if you... Yeah, that's fine. Archie's back. I'm just gonna wait for him to get back the old-fashioned way. Okay. Also, what has Moira been doing? Like, you can... Look through his eyes, right? Oh, actually, no, I can do a minute because it's it's around. How do I ask this? Deplo- uh, how do I ask this delicately of Levette? <laughs> how indeed? Oh boy. Okay. We know uh, how good so Petra is at being delicate. Petra doesn't uh, know but, about zero, so yeah. So I, um, actually, I I actually pull Soul aside. Okay. Um. What's up, Petri? From what Vera describes, and there's no blood splatter in or out. There's no mm-hmm. trails. We have to suspect Moira. Oh, I already do. I don't think going off to wherever this other estate is, mm-hmm. is would be prudent. I think we need to go examine Moira. Well, but... I think Lovette can look through Archie's eyes, and it'll make her feel better if we see the old Morris's, I don't know, existing, probably? Soul turns to Lovette. Hey, Lovette, why don't you check up on Archie's eyes real quick while we're over here, just to make sure that Moira's safe. I adjust my monocle, little settings on the, like, rim, mm-hmm. and I can see through that monocle, I can see through his eyes. You see Archie walking through the streets, heading mm-hmm. back toward you guys. Oh, like, oh, I'd be on his way back. Oh, okay. What if you all go to this for Morris's, and I go with Archie? Archie's coming back right now. Archie's coming with us. I'm talking a soul, as an aside. 
I think I should go by myself and examine Moira. Okay. Um, don't kill her? Because Lovette will kill you. No, I'm... Or I'm She was really touchy about the last time she died. Don't kill her. Just check up on them and then come right back or something, okay? You got it. Okay. Be safe, Petra. And Sol gives him a nice slap slap on his shoulder. Petra heads off. Hmm. I don't know how to get there. I don't know. Well, he's going. Um, I'm going to go. You have to go still? Yes. I'm actually going to go check on Moira. I will. Nobody checked on her health. Maybe. I checked on my health. I think I can. Can I meet you to get back to my estate safely? He's just concerned about her, is all. You know, he's all that goodwill and stuff. That's fine. My parents are very capable people. You haven't met some, but they have. Well, a few adventures on the own, but... Technically did when we knocked on the door earlier. I suppose it's true, you have met some. Yeah. So you should be on the same page as me. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so Omoris's, are we going, or...? We all go to Gazel after uh-huh. we take care of this, uh, to my estate after we take care of this pet boy. Alright! You haven't met these people, but once you do, so and you're them around, you will understand why we suspect them, and why we're lying. But... I think time is of the essence. Yes, am I am I good. wrong? No. Okay. Lovet, lead the uh, way. Yeah. Do exactly that. And Vera's just been looking at the ground and stuff. Like looking for tracks, looking for blood. Mm-hmm. Vera's so cool. <laughs> She's so cool looking, walking, following the group, staring at the floor. With yep. like a magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the party heads out of the forge side and heads into the coal ward to a compound deep in the coal ward. It belongs to the Amoris family. The buildings here are smaller, closer together, more choked with grime and dirt. Oh. And um, as you approach the Amoris compound ahead, it is surrounded by large and clunky-looking clockworks. There was no blood trail anywhere. Oh, you feel this? Uh, I don't know what is with you on this. Do we go in now? We find out. We're what? just talking, right? <laughs> Hopefully. I'm, I'm waiting to talk. Okay, well, if you start a fire, uh, me and Gro are gonna go. Okay. Vera opens her palm towards the door. Are you you can go? Oh, yeah, I'll go. You see, you hold your palm out. I I think I measure different. As in the, like, you can go kind of thing. Oh, I thought you were, like, getting ready to Kamehameha way through the door. Okay, that's that's an interesting way to think of. That's a a power that I did not realize Vera had. (laughs) I mean, she is pretty buff, though. That's true. (laughs) Anyone who's buff can Kamehameha. That's how it works. That is true. Yeah, that's the reason to work out. Right. Are you going to go? This is your hometown. Yeah, You're the one um, who needs to do that. Knock on the door. Well, uh, walk up to the door and then kind of knock. So as you approach the compound, the large, heavy-looking clockworks will move in to intercept you. Oh, it's an alarm. Did, did it say something? Yeah, it was speaking in clockwork. What does it say? Uh, it says, state your business. But it was very droning and very dumb sounding for clockwork. I'm here to speak with Koyim Aldalia Alma. Right. Uh, at the mention of those names, uh, the clockwork are going to deploy weapons and immediately turn hostile. Okay. And that mm. is where we will call it a night.
for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDND. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kenishra. Until next time!